3: Project Veritas has just released a massive story. Pfizer director, uh, I want to make sure I get his title actually uh, correct, Pfizer Director of Research and Development Strategic Operations, mRNA scientific planner, on camera saying that they're exploring mutating COVID for profit. Hey, if they want to sell vaccines, why don't they mutate the virus themselves by putting it in monkeys and spreading it around so that they can then make vaccines preemptively sell them? He goes on to say a bunch of other things. This director is actually saying on camera that he believes COVID came from the Wuhan lab because they were doing, let's just call it mutating the virus. And then it may have gotten out. And he says it's one of the things they fear. But hey, don't tell anyone, he says. This is actually pretty crazy because the, cr- the story is crazier than this. Uh, my understanding of the story is that when James O'Keefe and his crew confronted this man after they had recorded him, this man became violent. So I'm told and had to be restrained after attacking the cameraman. Now, I don't know the full details about what happened, but this is actually a pretty crazy story, so we got to talk about that. And then, of course, we got tons of political stuff. Kevin McCarthy finally announced he's kicking off Schiff and Swalwell from the Intelligence Committee. They're pissed off about this, but this is huge because these are these are guys, these are not good guys. Swalwell, of course, is kicked off due to his association with Fang Fang, the Chinese spy. Now, Matt Gates pushed back on that a little bit, saying eh, maybe it's a little too much because that was a long time ago. But Adam Schiff, He lied to the American people over and over again about evidence that Donald Trump was colluding with Russia. That's just not true. So we'll get into that. Plus, we got the U.S. sending a bunch of tanks to Ukraine, joining Germany, and I believe France. And so uh, maybe it was right of the doomsday clock scientists to crank that clock forward. Before we get started, my friends, head over to TimCast.com. Click that Join Us button. Become a member support our work directly and you will get access to the uncensored members-only show we will have up for you tonight. We had a great show last night. We had a great show on Monday with Steven Crowder. We have a huge library of content. Check it out at timcast.com. As a member, you're supporting our work directly so we can do this show, but a bunch of other cultural endeavors like the coffee shop, skate shop, game shop, hangout club thing that we're building, and we want to set up a bunch of these all over the country to create physical spaces where people can hang out and just share ideas, live, etc. cetera. But you'll also notice over at timcast.com, there's a new ad. Normally, we're just advertising tales from the inverted world, but now you can see your Timcast IRL with Luke Rikowski, Alex Jones, Alex Stein, Blair White, Michael Malice, Austin, Texas, April 14th. Get your tickets now at timcast.com. It's at the Vulcan Theater. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. We're going to do the show live on stage with a stu- with with a, with a I say studio, with, with a live audience. It's going to be a lot of fun, and of course, you can see that uh, those are the guests that we're going to have there, and we're going to be doing this show from Austin that whole week. I'm really excited, so uh, thanks to everybody who supports us making all this stuff possible, and then we plan on doing this. You know, really, I'd love to do it once a month, but it's very, very difficult to do, so maybe once every quarter, we might go out and do a live show somewhere in some city on stage, and that's uh, thanks to you and all of your support. As members, we're able to invest the money to to start setting up these live events. So go to TimCast.com, become a member, smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. We got the whole Hotep crew joining us tonight. We got Hotep Jesus back. How's it going, man? Hey, what's up, man? Feels good to be back. Uh, Good to have you. What are you doing? Who who
4: are you? What do you do? Well, you know, in my off time, I knit Tim Pool beanies. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you haven't sent me one. I got you. Next time I
3: come back, oh, I'm, all right. I'm trying to find the
4: perfect one because last time I brought you a bean and didn't wear it and I'm like, okay, I didn't do the right one. I didn't do the right thing on that one. we will going to get you the right fit.
3: We, we, we're working on it. We're working on getting beanies. It's tough. Are you? Yeah, because there's, there's so many different kinds kinds of different materials mm. and we got to make sure they're, they're done right. And most yeah. of these private label companies don't do them. So we have mm. to have like specific design. It's, it's a weird process. Mm. Yeah,
4: You got to do them silk. Silk beanie, has S- Gotta get some silk Oof. beans. I got nigga, I mean, I'm sorry, black hair.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> what if you <laughs> to me? <laughs> I don't understand.
4: <laughs> but it feels good to be here, man. Yeah, what do you guys do? I'm here with Canon Hotep, Uncle Hotep, and uh we just released the Grifties. The Grifties? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm excited for this. Well, it, I'm sorry. We didn't release it. It's coming. It's tomorrow. coming. Tomorrow, right. YouTube.com slash HOTEP Nation. And this is our premiere award show. It's the third annual. And basically, we reward the grifters. We recognize them for uh, their great work, or lack of. That <laughs> <laughs> all the grifters are doing. Yeah, but it's, it's a fun time. Uh, Tim, IRL, you guys are a sponsor in that. We appreciate you. I, I feel like I need a sound button in.
3: <laughs> <laughs> when I said that,
4: it pulls down. You know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, thought it was, I thought it was a good idea. We talked about it on the show. Yeah. We were like, we gotta, we gotta, it's, it's about the cultural endeavors. It's about doing something that can create a community that can get people involved, yeah. create something long standing. Maybe in 20 years, it'll be the 20th annual or 23rd annual, you know, grifties and everyone's gonna, you know, there's gonna be some kid who's born tomorrow who's going to be 23 being like, yo, we're going to the Grifters. We got tickets. That's going to be old hotel. Jesus. Hey <laughs> like, for coming kids. <laughs> that's going to be cool, right? Absolutely.
4: Well, hopefully, you know, by then I didn't, you know, sold off my shares and I can chill somewhere in Texas.
0: <laughs> right. Um, right
4: but yeah, man, that's the dream. We want to do, uh, we want to do one in person. We talked about that. I don't think the time was right. We need you need a lot of time to plan something like
3: that. You do. You know? It's hard.
4: That's why I was yeah. saying like the the
3: event that we're planning is it's expensive and difficult to do.
4: Yeah, but you know, it, time. You yeah. know, it's not really about the money. It's about the time because there's a lot of planning and details that you right. don't want to miss, and you want to make it memorable when you do your first one. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully 2024 will have one live in person. But right now it's all digital. We have an all star cast on there. Uh, Chrissy May is on there. Right on. Spoiler, um, Alex Stein. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler, yeah. So we went out and got the best of the best. Sonny Johnson. Uh, we went right. out and got the best of the best talent. Every year we go out and get great talent. We had last year. We had Jason Whitlock. That was cool. Cool, cool. Um, but yeah, you know, just something fun, man, Enlighten the mood. Every time you talk on politics, it's like sometimes it's just too too much tension, yeah. right? And it's just angst. And it's like, no, let's have fun, let's, let's crack jokes, and yeah. Right on, man. And you got Canon Hotep? Here's yeah, it. what's
5: going on, everybody? Salute. Canon Hotep from Hotep Nation. Uh, political commentator, social commentator, and resident 2A expert for Hotep Nation. Uh, they usually consult me when they want to know anything when anything regarding anything with guns or uh, laws, things of that nature. Right on.
3: Yeah. I dig it. We got Uncle Hotep, oh, Hotep chilling in the back. Yep. How's it going, <laughs> man?
4: So <laughs> his medication ain't kicking yet. We gonna
5: get. No, out. he's all right. Yeah. All right. So
3: <laughs> let's. Uh, 50, uh, well, let's get. In. We also got Hannah Claire Bremlo. She's hanging out.
1: Hi, I'm Hannah Claire Bremlo. I'm a writer for Timcast.com.
3: We got Phil Labonte taking it taking the seat for Ian.
6: What's up, everybody? Uh, I am Phil from uh, the heavy metal band All That Remains, and I have a terrible time keeping my mouth shut.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Ian is uh, currently on a mission to save Bocas, Mr. Bocas our cat. Okay, Mr. Bocas has got. Kidney failure, advanced mm. kidney failure, because mm-hmm. his kidneys are underdeveloped, and he's got a, a messed up heart, so he can't get a kidney transplant, but he's getting experimental cat stem cell therapy. Mm. But because he's in such bad shape, we're finding out now that he didn't have enough fat, so they've got to, it's gonna take him a long time to culture the stem cells, so it's gonna take longer than we thought. But uh, Ian might actually be back, be back early because of that, but for the time being, you fill know, Phil in his seat. There you I'm go, here. man.
6: I'm here helping out.
3: We got Surge pressing the buttons. Yo, what's up, everybody, at Surge.com. It's gonna be a fun episode. We got some big news to start off, so. Let's Um. jump into this story right away. We got this from TimCast.com. Project Veritas releases video of Pfizer exec discussing mutating COVID-19 with directed evolution. The reason for wanting to mutate the virus, Walker told an undercover journalist, is so that the company can stay ahead of the game and continue to profit from the vaccines. Quote, one of the things we are exploring is like, why don't we just mutate it ourselves so we could create preemptively, develop new vaccines, right? So we have to do that. If we're going to do that, though, there's a risk of like, as you can imagine, no one wants to be having a pharma company mutating effing viruses, Walker said. Walker continued, from what I've heard is the Pfizer scientists are optimizing COVID mutation process, but they're going slow because everyone is very cautious. Obviously, they don't want to accelerate it too much. I think they are also just trying to do it as an exploratory thing because you obviously don't want to advertise that you are figuring out future mutations. I'm just going to pause right there. In the video... With with uh, this this Pfizer this is the director of strategic I mean, let me uh, director of research and development strategic operations he says no 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 it's not gain of function research you're not allowed to do gain of function research it's directed evolution to explore advanced, you know evolving this virus mm-hmm. this is crazy stuff he goes on to say well he's got a bunch of quotes here. Let me see if I can search for this and see if they've uh, uh, put the quote here on Wuhan. He says, quote, you have to be very controlled to make sure that this virus, COVID, that you mutate doesn't create something that just goes everywhere, which I suspect is the way that the virus started in Wuhan. To be honest, it makes no sense that this virus popped out of nowhere. It's bullish. This is, to stress, Jordan Tristan Walker, Pfizer Director of Research and Development Strategic Operations, saying he believes COVID originated in a Wuhan lab due to directed evolution mutation research, as he calls it. The crazy thing is, I don't, I, I, I don't have the sources here to, to, to back all this up. It's just what I'm hearing, that we're going to be getting more information from the Veritas team when they confronted this guy and said, we have you on camera. Admitting to these things, he then physically attacked the Project Veritas crew. Security had to intervene and subdue him, and the police actually got involved and asked if they wanted to press charges. Veritas said no. I don't know the full details on that, and I will just say that is alleged for now, but- I can't wait to
6: see that video.
3: I don't think Veritas is the kind of crew or the kind of group who's going to say something unless they have it on camera, especially considering the smears that are out against them. So take that one- you know, hold it back for a little bit. But that is crazy to hear. So whenever I... I, I so here's what happens. James does these... The undercover journalist will, will interview somebody, get them to talk about it. This guy candidly says, don't tell anybody. Here's what we're doing. They then get the footage. James O'Keefe then confronts them. He says, we have you on camera saying these things. He does it all the time. We've seen it all the time. So when I'm hearing that they got attacked, sounds believable to me. Mm. You know...
4: I really want them to uh, test this on Turtles and then name the Turtles Michelangelo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would right? yeah.
3: be mean to the Turtles, though, man. It would be. Well, I mean... If they had a mutagen that would make the Turtles large, humanoid, sentient ninjas, I'd be like, okay, well, maybe that's not a bad thing. The Turtles might enjoy that. Might well, that's what I'm saying. York, you know? Yeah, they could, they could be crime fighters. You never know. Nah, no, but the crazy thing is they're doing it on monkeys. This guy talks about yeah. how... He's like, basically, you you give the monkey the virus, and then you isolate the, the more virulent strain, and then you keep forcing it, and, and, and it's crazy, and you can direct the evolution and make it do these things. Yo, it sounds like gain-of-function research. Yeah,
5: I was getting ready to say it. I'm like, you say it's not gain-of-function, but then go on to describe gain-of-function. <laughs> yeah this is right. exactly what he did. It's like saying, my wife going, oh, I don't go to Target I go to Target <laughs> yeah,
3: I think that's the exactly same thing what he did yeah, exactly. it's like what Fauci did <laughs> yeah. when Fauci was in the hearing with Rand Paul mm-hmm. and Rand Paul's like I have here a document saying you did gain of function research and Fauci's like we didn't do gain of function research which of course is evolving a virus we just altered a virus by having it change over time and it's like okay dude you know what man <laughs> you've got such yeah. a great Fauci in <laughs> yeah. I mean it's, it's meant to be like derisively over the top it but, sounds but, safe though no. What, what does? Yeah, you just function?
4: yeah, you just take the virus and you just mutate it and mutate. That sounds really That's safe. That's how Ebola was started, bro. Was it? Yeah, is, it could, It
5: couldn't. It couldn't affect humans, oh. and then it got, it got taught to.
4: Really? Yeah. Is
5: that, I don't, I've, I've never heard that. Is that true? Yeah. That's, I had looked it up. That's, that's a Hotep take right there. Yeah, that's an exclusive. There go. That's, yeah, <laughs> go do that, that, that's, on that one.
3: yeah, right. That sounds like non mainstream knowledge, if you know what I mean. It's non
5: mainstream knowledge. I'll say it like that. he <laughs> loyal to
3: the full. <laughs> 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 like, you're going to get, you're going to get Media Matters writing up crazy conspiracy oh theories. They're yeah, going to write those, I don't know, things I, I, anyways. Yeah. Don't worry about it. They're yeah. going to, last night, no, I mean, Tim i had on
4: conspiracy theorist, Cannon Hotep.
0: Yes.
3: Well, you know, they're going to they're gonna come out and say all this Veritas stuff is fake oh, of they're gonna say this guy is just making things up yeah. and that's the craziest thing I mean maybe but look, look, like let's entertain that like why would this guy sitting down to dinner with some dude on, presumably on a date why would he come out and be like hey here's all the dirty stuff we're doing yeah
5: Cause I always impressive, maybe? He, I guess he felt like know, he was impressing the person that he's he's out.
1: All with. of the body language is him like sitting forward and being like, "Oh my gosh, so fun!" Like, look at the cool thing that I have in
6: on the date. That could be why he attacked no, him that is because he felt like he he oh. betrayed him. If they were on a date and it's like, and he comes up, he's he. It could be. I don't know. I don't know,
3: man. Like, I thought you loved me. I, I don't
5: like <laughs> you
6: know? no, no. It think, could be.
3: I think if they, assuming that the attack story is is correct, I'm waiting for the, the confirmation. It's because this guy basically is admitting to yeah. like global level international incident Mm-hmm. Malfeasance, mm. but we we you know
1: well the, we can't find his LinkedIn page already. So I don't know. I, I don't pretend like I did a lot see. of work
3: trying to find it.
1: Right, but like it's not obvious. He's obviously clearly proud of like what position he's in. He's willing to talk about it pretty openly. Like I'm surprised that it's not more obvious who this person is, unless Pfizer is going to be like, oh, we terminated that person yeah. several weeks ago because I mean, I it, this was He was
5: talking so matter of factly about it. Like
3: he it was just yeah. it was just rolling off the tongue. Mm-hmm. We know? uh we wrote this sketch for James. We, we, haven't, we haven't done, and I don't know if we ever will, so I'll just tell people what the sketch was that we wrote for, for Project Veritas, and it's that one of the employees at TimCast keeps seeing in the corner of his eye, like, James O'Keefe, like, <laughs> filming him from a distance and, like, lurking around, and he's getting all paranoid, like, James O'Keefe is filming me, man, and we're like, dude, James O'Keefe is not filming you, and then, like, one day he sees James, like, in the woods, just, like, staring at him, and then runs off, and then finally, at the end of of the bit... He's like, guys, I'm really sorry I got so paranoid and thought James O'Keefe was filming me. <laughs> Obviously, he's not out to get me. And we're like, thank you. Oh, uh, and then we're like, so what are, you, what are you doing tonight? And he goes, oh, I got a date. And then James O'Keefe walks up <laughs> in a wig. And then, he, and then the guy goes, come here, baby. Let me tell you about some corporate malfeasance I'm involved in. And then he walks away. But like, the, the point of the joke is, all of these people, he, like, basically what, what Veritas has been very successful at is, they go on Tinder dates. They mm. go on Tinder in a certain area, and they see like, they keep swiping until they find Pfizer executive or whatever. But then these guys are on dates with these young women and they're like, let me tell you about the illegal things I'm doing. And it's just, are they impressing women by saying this? Like, of Claire, uh, uh, would you be impressed if a guy came to you and said, let me tell you about all the illegal things I'm involved in?
1: Um, I think people would, I wouldn't personally be impressed, but I think people will say stuff like that to be like, look, I'm not just like someone who works in the office. Like I have in information. I have decision making power. Like it's a posturing, right? It's like good. I think I would keep them talking. I think I would want to know what they're doing, but like It's not that I would be like, well, let's have a second date. Yeah, that's a
4: bad look. That's a bad look. You you know, I couldn't imagine any woman being attracted to the man after he just snitched on the company that cuts (laughs) his
1: checks. It it reminds me of, like, guys who are like, oh, I have this kind of car or, like, whatever else. Like, unless she's also interested in cars. What is this
4: worse? Demonstrating value? Well, there's no loyalty there, right? So, like, this is a first impression. You're on a date with a girl and it's like, I don't even have loyalty to the people that cut my checks. I'm going to tell you they're deepest, darkest dirt. So, if I'm a chick, I'm like... Well, what are you going to do with the information I tell yeah. you, right? Like, true, it, it, that's got
5: to dry the yoni up. But also, look at the guys and the women that they take out that tell this stuff. They don't look like they had much of a social life in that's school. That's true. Yeah. And then you get somebody that looks like an eight or a ten, mm. you don't really got much exciting that's going the, that's on. That's the first right. time. Well, it seems have you, so it have you
3: guys seen that meme where it's like the, the, the access axis of like women and it's it's the hot, hot, oh, uh, crazy hot matrix? matrix. matrix. Yeah. Yeah. So somebody took it because- All the the crazy zero but super hot was it said unicorn someone took that and changed unicorn to James O'Keefe like (laughs) guys if you are a frumpy dude of moderate means and the hottest chick in the world is asking you about corporate malfeasance at your company is James (laughs) O'Keefe come on it's just what it is you're being set up in some sort of fashion I mean if you're like rich or something or you're like a tall model guy who's all chiseled you understand like you know why this chick's into you, but yeah. these these guys they fall for it every single time. Well,
1: and they like talking about it. That's my point. Like, if there's a girl and maybe you're like a little social awkward, you don't know what to talk about on this date, and she keeps being like, "So tell me more about your job." Oh my gosh, you can do that. You can release the yeah. mRNA vaccine or whatever. Some kind <laughs> of spidey shit <laughs> like, should they're be going like, off. Oh well, yeah, I mean, I'll tell you whatever you want.
6: Yeah, but to be fair, like when someone is on a date, when you're talking about yourself, like that, you're trying to put on the best foot, you know, be as impressive as you can be. And you don't, obviously they don't want to seem over the top, but they also want to seem interesting enough to have earned a second date. And if you're, you know, if you, if you are like kind of a homebody or a dude, that's like, you know, kind of a nerd dude or whatever or or a bookish kind of person, you're out on a date, you get that, this is your chance to go ahead and show off and stunt and actually be in a position where you know what you're talking about, Mm -hmm. you're going to grab that and you're going to be like, let me ride this all the way to
1: sex town. Especially if she keeps asking you. That's the one thing this girl wants to talk about?
4: This is the number one mistake men make on dates with women they talk about themselves yep. mm-hmm. what do we know sure. about women women love talking about themselves yeah. if you let a woman talk about herself all night at the end of the night she's gonna be like oh you're a really nice guy I'm like no nah, I just let you talk I <laughs> you just wanted to talk you have no idea you didn't ask me any questions <laughs> no, at all yeah, I didn't say like, she'll never ask you any yeah. questions it'll be at the end of the day oh okay so tell me about you it's like yeah two hours and then ask dinner and whatnot, not right <laughs> just like check please but then yeah. they call their friends
1: and they're like he's such a good listener yep. so right. nice and,
4: and that's what that's what you want to go for Mm-hmm. That just happens to be my strength. I'm a really, really good listener. So, you know, that's what girls would say. Oh, you're such a really good listener. I'm like, yeah, that is, you know. But I think guys can learn from that. Like, you don't have to go on a date. If she's on a date with you, she has some level of respect. You've won some, some, you know, level of uh, trust, I guess you can say. Unless you look like Chris Farley and she looks like Cindy Lauper. Then it's James O'Keefe. <laughs> yeah, then it's James, James O'Keefe. O'Keefe. <laughs> You've been set up
5: by somebody somebody's definitely set up because well, to yeah. your point uh like if she's constantly asking you about your job and you know your job is some kind of like you got some clearance or something like that yeah you or should be really wary about why she keeps asking about
6: especially yeah. considering right. the topic too like yeah. i mean if you're in that business or if you're around that kind of stuff and you know, like, it's like
1: presumably you're not like taking her to your office on like a second date right like theoretically there'd be some other conversation like so do you like movies like if the only thing they want to talk about is the Pfizer vaccine I mean but but
4: here's the thing we got to know the batting average I want to see the girls he sends out and see what is their batting average like is it one out of ten guys that fall for it I imagine the girls
6: that he sends out are top secret like that is like yeah but what is their batting average right like success rate with getting
3: somebody to snitch I doubt he's sending out tens you know, like model-looking women yeah. with thousands of... It, they're, they're probably, like, moderately attractive women, so these guys are excited. But then you make a good point. How many times has James O'Keefe sent out a crew yeah. and they come back with nothing? Nothing. Yeah.
4: yeah. That's what I want to know. I want to know the success rate. I bet a lot. Yeah, it might be a numbers game, right? Like, oh, one yeah. of these dupes. There's 10
3: guys working for Pfizer. One of these dupes going to... There know. was a, one of the Twitter guys. We talked about this. I felt bad because he, like... He was complaining about, I think it was one of the Twitter guys, complaining about malfeasance at Twitter, saying that they, they do these things, they're bad, I don't like it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so he wasn't really a bad guy, he should call it out. But then it's like, imagine you're this dude, and you're on a date. And this girl's opening up to you, she's asking you about your interests. She's kind of attractive. You're like, man, this is this is I feel I feel cared about. This is so great. And then like a day later, she's like, bro, I'm just secretly recording you to expose your company. I have no interest. <laughs> Anytime. That's then, like that's like the scene from Indiana Jones where he does the Kaliman, rips the heart out and just <laughs> and you're like,
4: Oh, I feel bad for these guys.
5: That's Absolutely. gotta be
3: devastating.
5: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. My red flag in this video, the minute he said gain a function, I'd have been like yeah how right. do you know what that means how do you know what that, like, where would that come from you <laughs> know what yeah. I mean yeah this guy Check, listens please. to Alex Jones <laughs>
3: right. yeah. you to, and, and you'd think like these, these guys would be on guard and the first thing they do at a dinner date or whatever is like so do you listen to Alex Jones be like yeah all right later I like I'm you're James O'Keefe where is he he's in no but somewhere. I'm telling you
1: it's like so they can seem cool right like they're bragging about the job and all this information they have and you seem interested so it's like oh well I can tell you this kind of insider thing like mm. that's not like totally implausible in dating right everyone like it's you said not. like yeah. wants to seem like them their best selves on a first date but like if you suddenly feel like you are wielding power and this person is impressed with it, Like you're more likely to try and show off and in yeah. this case like Yeah, because they're not, they're not going to be a, a date
5: like, hey, look, look, I'm a level 10 wizard in my Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you play your cards right, I'll let you come to the game. No, now. no, 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 I bet,
3: this is what I want to see. James, Project Veritas, I know you guys have a lot of donors who give you money on, on ideological grounds like expose the bad guys, but you know there's the Veritas B-sides Where it's like sitting down with a with a with a big pharma executive works for like you know Eli Lilly and and the chick's like so like what do you what do you do at work I don't know stuff I'm a level ten rogue by the way me and my buddies you know (laughs) we're gonna do D and D tonight yeah well like what do you do at work you know I don't know collate papers but hey check it out I got, I got this character I would love to watch that uh, you're talking yes. about
6: you're talking about Project Veritas Garage Days re-revisited no I want to know
1: what girl was like so committed to figuring this out that she's like I'm gonna figure out what how this game works tell me Yo. how the cards get laid on the table I got it
3: we need either Freedom Tunes we need like Ryan Long we got the skit the skit is a Veritas journalist is doing an undercover sting on a big tech executive but they actually fall in love and then the big tech guy is like, "If they find out I'm dating a Veritas journalist, I'll be fired." And she's like, "If Veritas finds out I've fallen in love with you, I'll be fired." And they they run away and elope together, They'll be like Romeo and Juliet. Someone call go.
1: Hallmark right now. That's their next big. You know, I, I but, just want to say,
3: like, we're supposed to be talking about this very serious, like, <laughs> we expos- are. This is very serious. We're dissecting,
4: you know, how to catch these guys, right? This is important. That's so, fair, for fair example, fair so for example, do these girls have previous experience when they apply for this job, or is James training them and <laughs> what does the training program look like so it's like secret I mean, someone,
3: spy program someone super chatted they train them
4: they yeah, train they, them
3: yeah these these you know young women get trained on how to get people to talk about these things how know? did how do you
4: like what is this te- does it look like Men in Black the movie where like you're <laughs> trying to have them you know take a test like
3: did you see 3, 4, 5 on the screen or? you know I gotta be honest it's not that easy to get people to talk about this stuff mm. you, you, you sit down for dinner and you say thanks for meeting how are you you warm up a little bit and you say, so what do you what do you do for work? And, oh, I work for uh, Twitter. And they'll be like, oh, cool, what's that like? You let them talk. You ask. Like, I, I was seeing something in the news about, like, Congress or something. I didn't really follow it. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, there was, like, bias against conservatives. And then you go, oh, is that true? Like, are they doing that? That's it. It's, it's not even that difficult yeah, to get I them mean, to come out and talk it's about really it. really social engineering. Social engineering that yeah, is its
5: finest mm-hmm.
4: is what they're doing. I mean, because a lot to of have the time, some level of smarts. You can't just be a complete idiot and take this. But job I, a lot
5: right? of people, they be bursting at the seams wanting to talk about things. I see what you're saying. And then when you get somebody that seems like they're kind of interested and they're kind of like, mm. nah, hey, come There's on, give ear. me a little something, something. Yeah.
3: Then they kind of just start
5: letting it go you're that's
6: a hundred
3: percent it must be it must People be very difficult for for veritas to train uh, these young women to be manipulative into yeah. getting men to give them what they want you know what i mean they so want to know fun. if
1: they're like so have you ever tapped your boyfriend's phone like how do they yeah screen them? Like, that's what i'm saying what's like, your what's the previous experience they gotta, here. they gotta
5: jump they gotta get jumped in like in the gang <laughs> <laughs> like i need you to go home and i need you to, work, I need you
3: to put this well, on hey, your hey, boyfriend's yeah, phone. i know it. what you do think i know this. how to do it what if what if someone applies for project veritas and is also an undercover journalist trying to
2: Plus,
4: you know, double get agent on them. Yeah, double mm. agent. Here's what I would do: I take all the girls in the room, and the first one to pull some dirt out of the other girl is the one who gets the job. <laughs> oh, got yeah.
0: some
3: yeah. big brother stuff. You going. got to surprise them, yeah. though, because yeah. you're gonna you're gonna get like a Washington Post reporter being like, "I want to work," and I'm this, and like you got to figure out if they're legitimate or not. Yeah, that's a tough thing. Yeah, you
4: but know, but you know, yeah, yeah, Pfizer is looking out for our best interest. Let's just call a spade <laughs> a spade, right? This this uh research is important,
1: right? Yeah, it's good for everyone probably.
6: Yeah, what yeah. I, like the thing that I'm really interested in find or interested in seeing is like what is this information is anything gonna happen from this? Like there's already a significant portion of the population that doesn't trust uh the the vaccinations and stuff like that. Uh regardless of, of what anyone has taken or has not taken the vaccines. It's like there's a lot of people out there that are really dead set against it. What's this going to do to, you know, with the house being controlled by Republicans, are they going to actually start having uh um, investigations well, and look, this look. stuff? I mean,
3: I got to say like this actually is This is real. This is this lends itself more to the conspiracy that the vaccines actually are intended to stop the virus. This guy is saying he believes the virus was essentially manufactured and then accidentally released. Yeah. And so I I've often talked about that cuz the people who are like, you know, You've got, you've got right now, uh, died suddenly documentary. You've got 300,000 excess deaths in, uh, I think in young people or in general, in general, in the United States. No, no, no. I think it's young people. 300,000 excess deaths not attributed to COVID. And everybody comes out immediately and just says the vaccine. And I'm like, well, hold on. It could be COVID. And then people say, no, they don't think it is. And I'm like, yo, people were coming out a year ago, two years ago saying that COVID was a bioweapon manufactured in a lab that leaked. Now y'all are saying, no, we don't think this is the cause of people having heart attacks and stuff like that. I'm just saying, I don't know, you know, I always say, talk to a doctor you know and trust, but don't definitively state, you know, one conspiracy theory over another if like any one of them could be hypothetical, hypothetically plausible or whatever. Yeah.
5: Yeah. I mean, I, I get what you're saying, because either way, you got to recognize the correlation that when
3: either, or, either one of these things came out, deaths spiked. We saw, we, we saw the videos before the vaccine of people collapsing in the street. Yeah, yeah, Then we see people today doing it, and they're like, oh, that must be the vaccine. I'm like, why? That was happening before the vaccine.
4: Well, Scott Adams asked a very interesting question today, right? Like, if you were on the alter, uh, alternative side of things, how was I supposed to know I should listen to you, right? It's a very valid question. Um, we have an internal guy, Dr. Tanivrix. He's an organic chemist and professor. And when he said something about the PCR testing, it turned out to be true. He did a thread on this. So I think what it comes down to is you always need a debate. Whenever you find out that there's something that people don't agree on, Let's have a debate on it. You bring your experts to the table. I bring my experts to the table. But what we found with this conversation was these experts were the primary source and everybody else was fake news. They must be banned. They must be ostracized. Everybody everybody was vilified. So that's the red flag to me. Like, wait. I can't have these doctors cross-examine the work of your doctors yeah. and bring that to the front and let us make the decision. It's the Alexander Hamilton argument for the central bank where they say, no, we have to think for the people because we can't trust them to make decisions based
3: upon their own recognizance. Which right. has the inverse, of the Streisand effect, yeah, right. essentially. Yes. You end up with a bunch of people saying, you know what, I'm going to believe the opposite because you banned it. Right. That's, that, that frustrates me, to be honest, because I understand, but it's not sound logic to be like, they banned talking about X, therefore X must be true. Yeah. Is, no, 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 it doesn't follow. It just means the censors are bad people. Yeah. And it means they're stifling legitimate conversation, making it harder for us to figure out what's really going on. Cool. But I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna take any tribal side in any of these debates. Here's what I did. Uh, I called, uh, I, I did the only thing a smart person would do when I got sick, as I, as, as I called the expert, Joe Rogan. And, right. <laughs> and, and uh, asked him, said? You know, he said, call a doctor. He said, "Talk to a doctor." And mm-hmm. So I called. I'll private. He said, "Talk to a talk to a like a private practice." Yeah. And then I did, and then we got, we got monoclonal antibodies. Yeah. We got uh, prescribed that. We got prescribed uh, anti-inflammatory like steroids or something. Um, what else did we get? We got some other stuff, and then we did get prescribed ivermectin, which I said I didn't want. I, I attribute the treatment that that helped me monoclonal antibodies, and was way better after that. And then didn't even care about the ivermectin, but the doctor insisted that I take it, and. Uh, then Daily Beast wrote a smear about me saying I was the poster boy for Ivermectin when I literally said I didn't want it, I didn't think it did anything. I went on Joe's show and said I don't think it did anything. It's crazy. The problem is you've got corporate media lying about everything, and then you get a lot of people who say if they said it, the opposite must be true. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, maybe most of the time that may be the case, to be completely honest. like The media lies so much, if they come out and say Donald Trump did a backflip, I'd assume he did a front flip. You know, I mean, well, and you probably make it. You make more money on your bets if you go that route.
4: I think you have to have some level of uh, ability to manage the conversation. For example, if somebody asks you why you believe in that, you should have some evidence, some ammunition to back up your claims on you know why, right? Like if we said something about PCR tests and the amount of cycles that they were doing, this is what's creating false positives. You sound something like you know what's going on, right? Um, but I think a lot of times, like you said, people are making that gambling guess, right? Like this must be true, but you got to look into it. You got to know for yourself what the truth is and why, you know, uh, the alternative side might be right. At least have a source and say, Hey, I don't know the particulars, but go talk to Dr. Tanai Ricks, right? Mm-hmm. A doctor. If you can't, yeah. A doctor. Like if you can't point to the expert for other people to say, all right, I'm going to ask him now, Right. Then that's when it's like you can't even back up what you're saying and it's a little suspicious. And then now the people who are following the mainstream can't trust you because you're just saying, oh, I'm just going this way because I'm a conspiracy theorist. And that's banned. That's the banned opinion. No, no, give
3: people sources. They have that meme, you know, conspiracy theorist 10, you know, mainstream media zero and stuff like that. And you're like, yeah, you know, for sure. Like we totally get that. But uh, the thing, the thing that people need to understand is like the doctor you're referencing. you are talking about you're talking about a doctor. Right. You know when you when people talk about um, Peter McCullough, is that his name? Right. Yep. Uh, or yeah. Or Pierre Corey. Uh, doctor Dr. Malone. Malone. We're talking about doctors. Doctors have opinions. <laughs> yeah. Now the problem, of course, is they censored these doctors. Yeah. Then you had the frontline care doctors. Like these are doctors. Stella Emanuel. So yeah. when I tell people, talk to a doctor that you trust who can answer the questions and is a medical professional, licensed and all that stuff, like. There are a lot of people who say, yeah, but doctors are so dumb, Tim. And I'm like, look, doctors are not one person. Mm. If you go to a doctor and they can't answer any of this stuff and they have no idea what you're talking Get about. a second opinion. Well, it's not even that. It's like, bro, if I went, here's the analogy I give. If I, if I call a plumber because my toilet broke and then he goes, I got no idea how plumbing works. I'd be yeah. like, okay, I got I to hire a plumber who does. Yeah. If you go to a doctor and you say, hey, this is the thing I'm experiencing and I read this and I read that. What is this all about? And the doctor's like, I have no idea. Well, dude, like, you need to find a doctor who can tell you about medical ailments and studies and the research. And if you go to one who can't, then it's not like you went to a doctor, you know what I mean? Well,
4: that's how I navigated the Bitcoin world and the crypto world. I didn't know what was going on. I'm not one of those guys. So I got two guys of opposing opinions and had them debate live in front of me. And what you'll find is this guy will ask that guy a question and you can tell if this guy knows what he's talking about even if you don't understand what he's saying, you can kind of tell by his manner, but if he hits you with the, uh, well, you know, uh, then he's like, oh, wait, you can't answer that question that guy just
3: asked you? And then that's how you can sort of navigate that conversation. Not just that. If they can't comfortably admit to a lack of knowledge is, is a red flag also in conversation. True. You know, I was watching, uh, I, I want to give a shout out to uh, Lex Friedman. Lex Friedman. You know, we, we, we've read on him. I've, I've watched some of his clips, but uh, the one show of his I really, really want to watch is... Uh, I guess he did an episode with Daniel Negrano, the poker player, Okay, and he's talking about, I've only seen the clips, because I've been watching a bunch of poker videos, I've been having a lot of fun playing online poker. He's talking about planting ideas in people's minds, he's talking about trying to figure out what card somebody has, trying to figure out what they're thinking, trying to figure out if they're playing you, and that is so much of, of, of real life. If you're sitting down and you see two people, and you're like, guys, is, it, is, is the left path the right way, is the right path the right way, which direction do I go? And one guy says, listen, in 1973, the left path was documented as having more potholes than the right. Now, that doesn't mean that today there's still more potholes, but you're better off. The guy on the left says, that's not true. That's fake news. He's lying. He's lying about potholes. Okay, well, which one do you think makes more sense? Well, this guy actually cited some some data point. I've not checked it but he's warning me about potholes. This guy's just saying it's not true. Then you go to the guy on the left and say, okay, why do you think there's no potholes? He said there were. He cites this study. What do you have to say? Uh, uh, Well, uh, well, the thing is, that right there's a red flag because if you go to the guy on the other side and say, what is he saying about this, this thing not being true? He says it was debunked. Well, look, I haven't read any of those studies suggesting it was debunked. You should probably look it up, but I can only tell you that the studies I've read said X. Yeah. When someone can confidently tell you, you know what, that's a good point, I'm not entirely sure, so I encourage you to follow up, that is the more honest approach. Yeah. Of course, then you can get somebody who might try to manipulate you knowing how yeah. to play those games. But that's where discernment Dirty comes politics. in,
4: right? Like, you have to be able to discern based upon body language, having uh, some level of knowledge on the subject matter. To be able to decipher the BS from the real, right? Like, I don't know crypto in depth, but if you try to BS me, I know when you're BSing. Same thing a little bit with health and biology. You know, if they start talking about things, if you have a basic understanding of science, sometimes you can pick apart when somebody's using words and not saying anything,
3: because you'll get a lot of that. Yeah. Shout out, uh, you're our resident 2A guy right here. Yes, sir. Who's that dude who's like, he's a Democrat and he claims he's like, I was a Marine. You know, when oh, we would God. go out, our, our our rifles were kept in lockers and blah, blah, blah. And he was like an administrator who wasn't even armed or something like that. Yeah. You get these people who say, listen, I was a Marine. I can tell you about guns. We have to do it this way. And and then anybody who knows anything about guns is like, this guy is so full of guns. No, I, I, really <laughs> yeah.
1: I think people being like, oh, well, I was in the military, so I know a ton about it. Like my older brother was a Marine. He regularly is like, I, I don't know a ton about guns. I know what I learned to go it, through training, but I am no by no means an expert for everyone. There are people who weren't military who are just passionate about the subject and learn all about it. I find that I'm wary when people start to treat it like you're supposed to accept it as common knowledge, right? So whether it's vaccines or anything in the whole world, like being like, well, it's just what everyone, like, this is just the way it is. This is just what everyone believes. Oh, everyone knows that. And they can't say specifically why we know that or where it comes from. That's when I start to be like, well, you need to present both sides of the information,
4: Evidence and sources. Mm-hmm. That's what we want to see. Evidence and sources. If one side can provide evidence and sources, he's probably more likely to be believable.
5: But the other side always providing ad hominem. Ad hominem, ad hominins, sure, emotionalism. You know, yeah, yeah. Like they're, they're just trying and to discredit you based off of popular opinion. But well, well, do they're, yeah.
3: the labels. Oh, They're like,
1: your conspiracy And then come out and tell you...
3: Go ahead, no, 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 no. no go, fetch, fetch. And
5: then come out and say, oh, like, for example, Neil deGrasse Tyson, when he was on, uh, the, the, I forgot the podcast.
4: Patrick Abett.
5: Yeah, a on his podcast, he was like, well, there's a social contract that you can't go out here and infect people. And basically, he was saying, and then he also said, for lack of a better term, he was like, well, basically, people are too stupid to understand the nomenclature, so they just gotta take our word for it. It's mm-hmm. essentially
3: what he was saying that whole time. Yeah. I just wanna yeah. point out, you know, I made this joke downstairs, the absurdity of the establishment narrative in the modern left, in that you guys, the Hotep crew, because of your politics, are white supremacists. Oh yeah, and then Serge over here, the the white guy, is African American. <laughs> but you get like so we talk about it with Lukrecowski all the time because he's Slavic, he's Polish, yeah. and they consider Slavs people of color. Uh-huh. So if he came out and supported their ideology, they would quite literally call this blonde haired blue eyed man a person of color. Then they would call you guys white supremacists for your political views. Yeah, they, like the, the the logic does not make sense. And I guess in this context, what I'm trying to get to is. They don't even have arguments for a lot of their things. They have just they they go to they, they go to the cult members and say someone's like, "Hey, I was told the sky is blue. I looked up and the sky was blue. What's happening? I thought the sky was supposed to be green." And they go, "Oh, it's green." Yeah. And they go, "It is. It is. Yeah. Don't worry." And yeah. they go, "Okay, I accept I accept that you said that to me." Right. Well, it it works like the court system where if somebody's
4: going to give you a testimony you have to discredit the witness they don't actually dispute the evidence they just discredit the witness
6: that's 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 something that you see a lot like the the a lot of times people on social media, they're performing for the people that are watching. Yeah. So the actual, like, it doesn't matter if they have a lot of substance in what they're saying. Mm-hmm. It's can they persuade the the people that are watching. And a lot of times they're only trying to persuade their audience so they know yeah. what their audience is expecting. So if they can go ahead and deliver the the punchline for their audience, it's a win for them. It doesn't matter if there's actually substance to the argument. You yeah. Get so, to your you point, know,
5: H.J., for example, with this, <clears throat> this Project Veritas thing, right? They're not going to argue what they heard in the, in the video. Right. What they're going to say is, I can't believe they trapped him like that. Yeah. I can't yeah. believe they got him on video, hidden camera, this is not right. They, they can't do that. That's what they're going to do. They're yeah. going to go for that part of it. Or, or, they'll,
4: or they'll call you know, James O'Keefe a right-wing guy, right? A right. right-wing mm-hmm. extremist. They'll put some sort of label, some stench, uh, some filth on him, some stank. They put I a little l- bit of stank on it.
3: I like how James O'Keefe goes after Google and Pfizer, and they're like, well, that's right-wing. He goes after the uh, Epstein story with uh, the the journalist from ABC, Amy Rohrbach. They're like, well, he's a conservative. And it's just like, (laughs) what about opposing massive corporations, big tech monopolies, pharmaceutical companies, and trafficking rings is a conservative position? I don't understand. (laughs) It's a weird (laughs) thing to claim. I I I I think think they're snitching on themselves. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so liberals are in favor of... Big tech monopolies, big pharmaceutical companies, and Epstein's trafficking ring. Ding. I just it's not, <laughs> it's not it's not liberals
6: anymore. It, it's authoritarians versus like the liberals are the people that are actually you know for liberal principles. It's the people that are that are you know against free speech or whatever like that they're authoritarian. Yeah, look, look,
3: like, let's talk about fake news and, and the manipulations because we we got this story from TimCast.com. McCarthy removes Schiff Swalwell from House Intelligence Committee quote. I'm committed to returning the House Intelligence Committee to one of genuine honesty and credibility. And uh, Mike Cernovich posted this video of Kevin McCarthy just absolutely wrecking the media, explaining how Swalwell, there's an FBI briefing on his association with a Chinese spy, but more importantly, how Adam Schiff lied about Russia, how Adam Schiff lied about the Hunter Biden laptop, all for political gain. And that is why he is not going to be allowed to get access to intelligence information in these, in these committees. So Mike Cernovich says, start apologizing because he's, he's going, you know, he's uh, he's bringing the heat. So I'll respect that uh, to a certain degree and say, okay, you know, I expected McCarthy to do something. Wasn't sure how far he'd go. Let's see how far he does go. But we were just talking about the manipulators, the cult, how they lie. And the story of with Adam Schiff is is, is fascinating. I pulled up an article from February of 2018 where he said, we have evidence that Donald Trump colluded with Russia it's just not publicly available yet and so these people just say okay that proves it yeah and as if like he just he says that turns out guess what now nah, they didn't have any evidence
4: what does it say a lie makes it halfway around the earth before the truth gets its shoes on Yeah, Ex-Rush. that's right Churchill yeah yeah. but the, you know the, the second part of that I added on was but when the truth gets its shoes on oh boy it gets to running <laughs> that's
3: a good one yeah. it gets it to, to running I mean, Adam now, now with the internet Especially. Yeah. You know?
4: Yeah. yeah. You know, because it's like now you feel lied to. Now you feel betrayed. So, you know, you empower these people to go out and like want to spread the truth. Cool for you on tight. You know, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. loyal to the foil. That's what happens. But um this is business. When you're talking about media, you're talking about business. They're not really worried about the welfare of people. They're not concerned with... Uh, what type of radioactive atmosphere they could create or tension. They just want to they be just first. want the clicks. They just want to be yeah. first. Yeah. yeah, they want to be first. They want the clicks. I, w- I follow this one account. It tells you every time, uh, uh, I think it's the New York Times, changes their headlines or something like that. It's a bot. Oh, wow. That's a good yeah. one. And I, and I just, it, it makes like amendments and you see it and you can see how they're optimizing your headlines for a higher click-through
3: rate. It's called it's A-B testing yeah so what these news organizations do they they've always done this back before the internet. The New York Times and other newspapers, I think the New York Times, but newspapers would send out two different front pages if Donald Trump was uh, working on, say, a peace deal with North Korea. the newspapers in New York would say, Trump sparks outrage by appeasing North Korean dictator. Mm -hmm. And then when the paper gets sent to a rural area, conservative area, I would say Trump receives high praise from conservatives over peace negotiations with North Korea because it's all about selling the paper. Same story, different angle, different framing. What they started doing on the internet, they called A-B testing, Mm. where it's not even about region necessarily anymore. It kind of is. If you live in New York, when you see the article and click it, the headline will say you know Donald Trump does backflip you live in Omaha you click it Donald Trump does front flip and they change them in real time because now they see the fluctuations and they're like we put out the same story we put it out with five headlines here's the rate of click through per headline this one did the best then they'll start moving and changing the headlines in other areas it's crazy isn't it oh, and wow. and it's and it's framing too which changes your understanding of the story right so Timcast.com ran a story a long time ago that said, like, Joe Biden criticized for this thing. And I immediately said to the news team, we should not do stories that are just about someone criticizing Joe Biden. The story should be about what he did. And then we can include reactions. So Joe Biden does backflip, not Joe Biden slammed by conservatives, because of course he's going to get slammed by conservatives. No, no, no. Tell us what's happening. Then include the commentary, because what they'll do is you see a story that says Trump under fire for doing backflip. And the average person just hears Trump bad, Trump bad, Trump negative. Everyone's mad. When in reality, it could be like under fire from two people. <laughs> yeah. So, but I'll, but two I'll stress this that too. Don't matter. <laughs> if you're if you're talking opinion pieces, I got no qualms and no beef because I do exactly that. Yeah. I do my opinion segments, and I'll put Trump slammed for this reason because I'm quite literally opining on my thoughts. I'll be like Joe Biden roasted for doing this thing, and I'll say this is why people are angry because I'm an op- doing opinion commentary. Right. But for our straight news stuff, I'm like. Just tell well, us what happened first.
4: Well, I don't think majority of people are even reading that. Like they're not clicking through and seeing the category opinion op-ed. Mm-hmm. They're not seeing that. They're just seeing the headlines. so they're just taking, "Oh, this is news, and it comes from a reputable source." Or well, from, I mean, reputable. Back
3: to the context of the McCarthy stuff. Adam Schiff was was using his position on the Intelligence Committee yeah. to claim evidence existed that was you know confidential that the American people couldn't see. Yeah That's ChumbaCasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary. PDW, group. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
3: And then they just had to trust him for it. Yeah. And he was lying. So then you get journalists who write, confirmed, evidence exists, Trump colluded with Russia. And it's like, bro, some guy just said that. Like you saw the Demar Hamlin thing, right? Right. He's at the, the Bills game, but he's wearing a hood and a mask and glasses and he's waving his arms and you can't see his face. Yeah. The hollow man. That's right. <laughs> hollow man. Uh, yeah. TMZ says, we called and confirmed because someone told us it was actually him. I'm <laughs> like... But they don't
1: even say who they called. Right. You didn't confirm like, anything. Did you call his mom? Something? You call his agent? You called the actual team i mean this mm. is the it's escalation a body double, right right it's, so that, <laughs> that's what i think the, but I it's so an escalation questions. into making it all seem like oh it's common knowledge it's common knowledge russia, trump colluded with russia and then you can stop questioning it please don't ask us where our sources are yeah. and, and that's when, creepy
3: when Mueller came out and was like nah what did what did Schiff and the rest of the Democrats start saying? What, oh, no 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 no! He said Trump's not exonerated. Yes. And I'm like, because you don't exonerate people, mm. you have to prove he did it, not that he didn't do it. Right. <laughs> yeah.
5: But, but Schiff just was lying, like man. that. Schiff's been doing that for as long as I've been following everything. Remember the bombshell witness that they had to keep in witness protection for, you know, about Trump. Nobody ever found out who that was. Yeah. And they let him do it, do that. He yeah, always yeah. had some kind of bombshell or kind of some kind of smoking gun that he could never deliver on. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: But the mainstream media backed him. Yep.
5: You you don't have there. They're,
3: they're doing it now. The Washington Post wrote an article defending Swalwell and defending Adam Schiff. And I'll give Swalwell credit, especially because, you know, we had Matt Gates on. He made up his point. He was like, look, the Fong Fong thing was well before he was in Congress. So, you know, I have questions about that. But I'll say this. If Kevin McCarthy says the FBI briefed him saying we have concerns about this, mm-hmm. then I'll be like, I don't trust the FBI, but if they're going after a Democrat, there must be something there. Which, what the what year was least, this? The, the briefing? No, the when when he said the he had evidence. The fong-fong thing? Yeah. When,
4: when, wait, when wait. he said it had evidence with Russian collusion. What year was
6: this? Oh, 2018.
3: 2018. I mean, but come yeah. on, Adam Schiff said it every, every single time. day, like, yeah, the yeah. Entire, nonstop. The entire well,
6: time that, that Trump was in office, they were they were doing it. So. Yeah. it I, well, really well
3: he good. was clever, too. He was clever. He'd say things like, he he was a, i pulled up one interview from CBS and they're like is there direct evidence of collusion and he would go we have conversations that have been released to the public between Donald Trump and Russian banks and the Moscow deals that is direct evidence of collusion and it's like you see the game he's playing is he's saying a thing exists that's already in the public therefore it's evidence and it's true mm-hmm. but you don't know the thing he's actually referencing well, let, put, let me, so let, let, me put right. let me let me set the let me set
4: this on fire you ready keep an eye on the chat shift did us a favor. You got to let that one sit, let the chat. Okay. Oh my
1: god, what is he talking about? Build suspense, I love it. Yeah,
4: yeah.
3: Now everybody's angry. Now, yeah.
4: now what's the counter? Um Trump didn't win. Imagine what this country would look like if Trump ran and won. I'm gonna tell you right now, this country if Trump would have won would have been on fire, on flames. Antifa would have been Everywhere, just setting things on. I That's what I feel. I feel like a whole bunch of, you remember the summer of Black Lives Matter? Summer of love. Summer of love. The summer of love. <laughs> oh man, we'd have had four years of love.
3: Uh, it's tough, it's tough. Because there's there there's there's some truth there that uh, we don't want violence, we don't want destruction, and we don't no, want death. No, we don't. But at the same time, does that mean you let corrupt people take over and, and run this country into the ground? So you know what we're, we're dealing with now? it was the hard fall or the slow fall. And the question is, do you rip the bandit off as fast as you can, get it over with, or do you slowly peel it, pulling every little hair along with it? Yeah, that's a tough question. And and the question is this, if Donald Trump won and Antifa on the far left did go nuts, would Trump have then, with his final term, gone in and finally started arresting these people, charging them in mass and shutting it all down? I actually think that probably would happen. I think Donald Trump was scared to go after Antifa and the far left in the Summer of Love because he was going to run for re-election. And he was like, they will call me a fascist. It will be weaponized against me. So the strategy I think Trump took was, hey, man, you live in Portland. You voted for this. They can deal with it. <laughs> but in term two, he's like, I'm not getting re-elected again. Mm-hmm. Send, in the, send in the army, National Guard, whatever.
5: Right. Yeah, you right. go hard. You go hard your last term. You know what I mean? Yep. You know, you got do, you, a point. do you think that he had that in him? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I think he. I think I think he had it in him. You know what I mean. I think he had it in him. If not, he had a a hell of a a poker face. He'd have bluffed the hell. He would have bluffed it. Yeah, he'd have bluffed the heck out of it, and they would have been scared. They'd have backed right up. They'd have backed right up. I guarantee it.
6: I I wonder. I question because of the way that he behaved. I question whether he actually did have the resolve that his that his that his you know his his. bolstering seems yeah you know because he, he didn't he wasn't an authoritarian the way that that a lot of people said that he was there was a lot of times where there were a lot of people saying look you should send the the national guard in especially when there were the the people were rioting in portland at the uh, um at the courthouse and stuff was that Seattle or portland i think it port- was portland yeah it was portland there's you know and I think that he was. Ner- I think he was nervous about actually doing that. I think that after the, the the issues in D.C. when he had to be run to the to the bunker and the way that the press and media responded to an actual attack on the White House, no, the were, way they
5: responded, they were trying to Olympus's fall in the White House.
6: Yeah, I think that he was concerned with with using too much force because he wasn't going to get any. He was going to get. He knew he was going to get crushed and Donald Trump wanted to be liked more than anything in the world. This
3: is, this is the problem that Trump had. He's not Machiavellian, you know. When the 529 insurrection happened, Antifa shows up at the White House and tried to Olympus... Uh, what is it? Olympus Has Fallen. Olympus is fallen. Yeah. Has Fallen. Yeah, yeah. The Gerard Butler movie. Yeah, that one? great movie. When, uh, so I, I say this all the time. If Donald Trump ordered the law enforcement to stand down and Antifa then ripped the, the fences down and torched St. John's Church... It would have shifted the narrative in this country 180 degrees. Mm. He would be in the bunker. He would come out the next day to a destroyed historic American church, the White House being rampaged by far-left extremists, and he would say, the attack on this country by the far-left extremists is unprecedented, not since the 1890s or whatever, 1880s. Has the White House been attacked before? Has a historical church been set aflame? He could say something like, the fear that we had as good stewards of the Constitution was that to send out law enforcement to shut down what was what had begun as a peaceful protest would be an affront to the rights of every American citizen. If only we had known the violence, the hatred, and the danger that was far left extremism, then we would have taken action. But we believed in the American people and the right to protest. And unfortunately, the, the, the extremists in the far left and Antifa exploited that, to destroy iconic American you know, imagery. And you don't, you don't think the leftist
4: media would have spun that?
3: I think. How, I, look, you can't spin this, the image. You. you can't spin St. John's Church torched and raised to the ground by the far left. The problem is, what, how would you spin it? It's the left. I'll put nothing past them. They'd be like, he deserved no. that, and the church is sure, bad, sure, 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 and sure. the like Christians is, are and, 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 white supremacists. And, 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 and you're right, <laughs> yes. But think about the suburban housewife yeah. Yeah. who's seeing smoldering ruins from far left extremists, is that the target
4: demo you're saying of this yes. speech? Well, okay. at, look, we're not we're, trying
3: we're, to convince the far left and the corporate press to right. vote for anybody, yeah. See, but the thing is, Donald Trump is not Machiavellian. He said, Hey, they're, th- they're trying to burn a church down, stop them quick, and they did. But, but would that mom
4: get the Donald Trump speech, or would she get a contorted version of? of that from far leftist media in her look, home. Look, 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 you're, you're,
3: you're, you're, you're not wrong about that, yeah. but I'm talking about weight, right? Okay. When when far left extremists set fire to St. John's Church, and they did, yeah. set fire to a guard post, the White House, and and tore down the barricades, injuring I think like 100 plus yeah, law enforcement 100. officers, yeah. Trump shut it down. And the narrative from the media was Trump attacks peaceful protesters. So you're saying he
4: should have let it go, let it happen. I'm not saying he should have. You're saying saying
3: if he did. The Machiavellian manipulative, Mm. you know, uh, evil way to deal with it. And that's what I'm saying. I'm saying Trump's not an evil guy. Right. Trump said, hey, they're trying to hurt people and burn this thing. Now we better stop them. Yeah. The media spun that against them. Yeah. What I'm saying is wait. If Antifa goes and Antifa set fire to St. John's Church and the media defended them. Yeah. Now what would happen if the church was razed to the ground? It would be a lot Harder to defend them. I see what you're saying. Yeah, that whole oh, you know,
5: mostly peaceful, where everything burning in the background, are hit a lot harder. Yeah. When you got a historic church in rubble, in rubble, you know, yeah. versus they, a church that almost went down, and you got Trump in front of
3: it holding his Bible, right? right. Where they, they spun it like, oh, he had his
5: Bible upside I'll, down.
3: I'll tell you what they right, do. Right, right. The left would come out and say the failure of Donald Trump's administration to stop the violence yeah. is shocking. How mm-hmm. could he let this happen? And then Trump could come out and say. You're absolutely right. We should have gone harder and used the military and the National Guard to stop the violent far left extremists. But we didn't want to hurt our fellow Americans. But I confess I was wrong to try and be peaceful and and, and maintain the peace. It backfired. Tim, you'd make a good press secretary. Yeah, I'm
5: about to say, Trump (laughs) needs, he should have had you writing his speeches, bro. Oh, Oh, my Michael Malice would
3: make a good press secretary. Can we
5: do
1: IRL live from the White House press room every night when (laughs) Trump gets reelected?
3: You know, this this is the crazy thing to me, because, like, you look at January 6th. Yeah. January 6th is exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. Where were the police? Right. Why is there a video of a guy walking up to cops saying, please stop them? Look, he's pointing to the people walking. What are you doing? And the cops are like, nope why are there cops on video opening the doors and letting people in but and then the Democrats saying oh no we were attacked it's an insurrection and they ran that narrative for a year and they just started an investigation they impeached Trump because of it that's what I'm saying I'm saying Trump didn't have the the moral failings mm. to do what Democrats did yeah cause
5: yeah. January that day in January they didn't so he, he allegedly he asked for 10,000 troops the uh, uh, National right. Guardsmen to be there yeah Allegedly, Allegedly, Nancy Pelosi said, "No, thank you. We don't want the optics of that." Yeah, mm-hmm. I think she didn't want the optics of that because she got the optics that she wanted. Yep. Yeah, Violent yeah, far right yeah. extremists. She exactly and then the DOJ. Said. And Wait. think
3: think about what would happen if I tell you if on five twenty nine, Donald Trump was rushed into the into the bunker under under the White House. He was, mm-hmm. and if he said, "Listen, the last thing we want is a dead protester on the news. Stand down." And then the protesters ransacked everything. Yeah, the D- Trump would have been re- went, been reelected, guaranteed. And then he would have sent the DOJ after all of the far left, just like they're doing to the January six people. Mm. Yeah. He'd be going after and rooting out far left cult members and violent extremists. Instead, what do we get? Right now in Atlanta, far left extremists are from out of state, mm-hmm. crossing state lines with semi automatic weapons, <laughs> occupying a forest, shooting cops and putting them in the hospital calling for the assassination of police Mm. and then ransacking downtown Atlanta. So burning people's homes and torching a guy's vehicle. That's all happening. It's not stopping. It keeps going. Mm. And we were surprised. Wait, wait, you mean there was an autonomous zone in Georgia for the past two years or whatever? And they're burning houses to the ground and vehicles. And one guy shot a cop. Yep, and the media is protecting them. Uh, so I'm just over
4: here doing a tally. I'm counting up all the grifters that we go on. going to nominate for the grifties. Go to huh. grifties.com, nominate your favorite grifter. <laughs> I see, what's the dude's name from Faza that was on the date? Grifton, trying to grift his job on a date. Grifton? Jordan Tristan. Walker. Or? Tristan. Jordan Tristan Jordan, Walker. Jordan Tristan him. Walker. Yeah, we got to nominate him. Somebody go to grifties.com. <laughs> we got to nominate him. What's this guy's name? Schiff, um, uh, Adam Schiff. Adam, oh, Schiff. Adam Schiff. We yes. got to nominate him. Oh, she yeah,
3: he's, 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 he's a shoo-in for, for He was nominated for
4: 2020. He
3: was. Yes, he was. Yeah. He's oh, up 2021.
4: there. He's
3: a one.
1: 2021. He's a reoccurring yes. nominee. <laughs> yeah,
3: he deserves it. He's yeah, cause, earned it. Because, look, a lot of people will say, like, they'll be like, for the Griffith, it's got to be, you know, uh, Stephen Crowder or Cenk Uger or Tim Pool. It's like, well, I, I get that you don't like the commentators, but Adam Schiff, yeah. as a politician... That's a good one. A, yeah, lot a, good one. The, the, a lot of people mix up the Nancy Pelosi. A lot of people mix up the meaning of the
6: word "grift" though, because like a lot of people think that like they just someone they don't like is a grifter. It's like they'll mm-hmm. use that term interchangeably, and like grifting is a
4: it's a, a very thing. loose term. <laughs> we, well, we use it. You know, the the there's a uh, if you watch the grifties tomorrow grifties.com, you'll see it. We have a different definition that we like to go with, but what we like to say is loosely there's a light side and there's a dark side. If somebody's taken away from the grift, grifter, somebody like you know we be grifting. We grifting right now, you know what I mean? Yeah. We grifted off of Tim Pool. Shout out to Tim Cass IRL. You know, <laughs> it, everybody's grifting to some level. It's just more like, what are your intentions? Yeah. What's your end game? What are you doing mm-hmm. with this all? Are you trying to push inoculations on people or are you trying to free minds, right? True. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, everybody's got a grift, right? Mm-hmm. But you're right, sometimes people use the word You just say, I don't like this person, he's a grifter. And it's just like,
3: ah. Uh... But, but it sort of implies like conning someone. You know what I mean? Yes. Selling them snake oil.
6: Yes. That, that's always been my understanding of it is, Yeah, is someone yes, that, right. that, it's like a
1: sellout an opportunist like yeah. they see something they jump on the message right like right. they don't know if they believe I mean my prime example of this is AOC when she took those pictures crying at the border now and they find her that was I mean, it was like oh, that that, was I mean, was good grifting that's the dark
2: side that's
5: the
3: dark side of <laughs> <laughs> that's the, it's part, side of the yo, grifting it's prime
1: time grifting you know what I mean that
3: was phenomenal you you gotta do like little montage videos where it's like the top 10 and it's like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and it shows like a slowman Photo and then it shows her like crying at the border and it shows her on the phone going, Where is she? Where is she? and it's playing like you know orchestral music. You gotta do it like you know, they do the academy when awards. she was
4: doing the uh
3: Jan reenactment. We call it
4: Jan 6 Jan Teeth.
3: That's a good one. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. she made that story up. It was fake. Yeah. yeah. Now that is grifting right That's there. I'm impressed.
4: Grift. The question: look, is You got
3: you got to be a special kind of look. I I would not want to play AOC in poker because she. Well, actually, no. I take that back. I can see through her bluffs. But she would do really, really well. Bald face lie when she's like, they come to my door and bang, and I'm hiding in the bathroom, and I hear, where is she? <laughs> It's like, yo, that happened an hour before the, the building was even breached. Yeah. So before anybody entered the building, someone knocks on her door and she's hiding in the bathroom? Get out of here, she made that up. <laughs> you know what it was be- a cop looking forward to evacuate the building. She made it up. You know what she'd be grateful. James O'Keefe's spy program. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> but she's, you know why I say she'd be good at poker is because she can lie to your face yeah. without, with, without twitching. Mm -hmm. Without with no tell you'd be like because she
1: feels like her lies are justified I'm obviously I've never met her I don't know but like there are some people who feel as though like they are entitled to lie like their means are so honorable that they don't feel remorse like people who flinch when they lie or give some tell like they feel on some level guilty about it I don't think they believe that they're lying
6: Well, that's true too I really think that there are people that there there are people like
4: narcissistic it's Saul Alinsky's rules for radicals right mm -hmm. it's like yeah, I might be lying, but I'm doing it for good. Yeah,
6: mm-hmm. it's what it's what is the goal that, yeah. that's in mind? And justifies
5: it... the means. Mm-hmm. What's yeah. that meme where they have the woman crying with the snot bubbles coming out? Said women can lie this hard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if women can cry this hard and still be lying.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
1: they commit. I don't know what to tell you.
0: It's, it is what it is.
4: I mean,
1: think about that with like Nancy Pelosi. Like, if it's true that she had the chance to have ten thousand National Guards members at the Capitol that day, and she was like, "No, we don't need them," like. I I spent, uh, I was at opening arguments for Enrique Tarrio and the Proud Boys trial, and there are, are, the federal government was like, yeah, we have FBM Florence, who are going to testify, and you hear all the defense attorneys be like, okay, they should explain why there was no law enforcement. If you think this was a planned insurrection, where was everybody? If you guys knew, you didn't defend anything. I mean, it just becomes to the point where you're like, is Nancy Pelosi grifting for this long-term play at the White House? Like, Like, it's... I think this is what puts Americans off of politics, right? You want to believe in the honorable, but you are shown time and time again that people operate for their own good. Like even the Pfizer video the guy is saying like, well, we could make money off of this. This could be good for us. But then what they'll do is turn around else. and
5: tell you that Donald Trump did a passenger 57 in the back of the limo <laughs> trying, to, trying
4: to take out some Secret Service agents. Yeah, well, real yeah. well, quick, let me get my grift on because I'm getting news right now that my camera's a little dark. Somebody said my light isn't right. So I just want to chat. Help me out. Does, does Tim Pool have racist cameras? Does he have those? What is it? Remember HP? Like their cameras wouldn't focus on black people? and <laughs> oh,
3: yeah. <laughs> oh they did that they did the that the lighting uh, they, they, there was like a, a campaign they did where they were like our new cameras for all skin tones and yeah. it showed a bunch of black people <laughs> yeah I didn't know so that so I just want to make sure
4: chat let, 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 let uh, Serge
1: know
3: let Surge know
4: if my camera's good I gotta look good man Grifty's tomorrow well man. it's you're wearing a black shirt with a black backdrop
0: oh that's what it is
4: yeah. yeah oh man you always gotta
0: bring the race grift up man
4: <laughs> <laughs> cut it out listen i'm a black supremacist damn it
1: one time we were uh doing a show and tim was like you're too white you're throwing off the color balance in here i was like i don't know so maybe it's just like any extreme part of the skin tone
4: well uncle hotep would like that uncle Hotep like white man
0: <laughs> who doesn't <laughs> <laughs> i don't know <laughs>
4: Nobody on the planet, just for the record, nobody on the planet hates black people more than Uncle Hotep. So oh, my woman. gosh.
6: y'all really? know
1: true?
4: He's
0: here.
1: Hi, Uncle Hotep. The
6: black, the black white supremacist. <laughs> I've been following Uncle Hotep for a lot of years. And he's, Have he's, you? He's, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I followed him before I followed you. I, oh, yeah. I, I followed him. Yeah, you know, you know what's up, man. <laughs> That's, That's terrible. How? I put you on. How'd how you
1: find him? That's the question. I, think,
6: I, don't, I, I don't know. I followed him on YouTube. I watch his YouTube channel. <laughs> oh But I'm, I'm, I'm
0: not sure exactly how. Why I do you like this guy? Because he makes me laugh. He's funny. I'm an honest, down the per, I uh, down to earth. I'm a black man from Exton, Pennsylvania. he's oh, yeah, <laughs> just—he knew he's just he knew he was gonna get that up. That was the layup right there. <laughs> <laughs> just a black man from Exton, Pennsylvania. <sighs> he's a grifter. That's what he is. Yo, Tim, <laughs> your your imitations are are spot on, man. Did you practice that, man?
3: Which one? Which imitation?
0: Both of them were pretty good. Pretty good, man. What did he do? He did Trump, and he did uh, Fauci. Oh, the, no, Trump Trump's was great. not
3: a real impersonation. I was, you had it for a couple. The first couple sentences, you had it. Yeah. yeah, Trump's actually. I can't do Trump at all. So I just do like a little bit of the like he, he talks in a very weird way. The Fauci thing is, I'm actually trying to do cartoon versions of them. Oh, okay. So like the Fauci voice that I do is intended to be an over the top, exaggerated version of Fauci mm. you don't need to be wearing two masks <laughs> so it's like it's gruffer it's you know and then Nancy Pelosi when I do her I, I overemphasize her teeth she talks like this is Donald Trump is the worst man in this country <laughs> that's my Nancy Pelosi so it's like it's, it's kind of cartoony I feel like you I'm, need more
6: lip smacking than Pelosi like it the dentures kind of are trying to, to run around. away.
3: Lip smacking? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, I don't know. Like I don't actually practice oh. any of these things. I bet if I actually tried and like, actually practiced, I probably could do a bunch of really good ones. Absolutely. But, you know, yeah. I, mean, but the, I was the voice of uh, Fauci for Freedom Tunes for a while. That was that was fun. Oh, that's yeah. dope. But then when Fauci was out of the news, Seamus didn't need me on the show anymore, so I she just... Got the classic grifter, oh, oh, right.
1: Seamus. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
3: you know, just I got kidding. F- we, d- we, did, we did a, a bit where... Uh, you guys saw the story that said if you're not vaccinated, you're more likely to get in a car accident. <laughs> do you see that one? Let's talk about Grifton, man. But so Seamus did a bit where Fauci's snipping car brakes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yep. All right. All right. I guess we're going to talk about war because we do have this one pulled up and it's not funny. And I'm, I'm kind of like reluctant to pull it up because we're laughing here. We're making fun of people. And now we have this story where it's like the world's going to end. Take us out. From the Guardian, U.S. joins Germany in sending tanks to Ukraine as Biden hails united effort. President lands unflagging commitment to Ukraine as officials approve 31 M1 Abrams tanks to add to Germany's 14 Leopard 2A6s. Is this World War Three? I mean, you don't got to call it World War Three, but I mean, NATO is at war with Russia. This is not Ukraine. I mean, we are the ones. It's it, fair. It's fair to say it's escalation. I mean, that is. I I don't I, I mean be,
1: Russia says it's World War 3, right? Definitely. They, they already use that term. They're they're already Well, their it. TV
3: personalities all over Russia are saying, "We're in World War 3 already." One guy came out again. It's like the fifth time some TV personality has done it and said, "Fire the nukes already. Just start firing yep. nukes."
6: Mm. The 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 fact that there's tanks being given to Ukraine, that is going to be justification to the Russians to escalate. They're going to say that NATO is escalating because it's Germany and the U.S. They're going to look at it and France. They're going to look at it like an escalation and they're going to do something. There will be some response. Every time we do anything that helps Ukraine, Russia takes that as an attack on them and they use that as justification to do more things. So, all I don't know what their strategy
0: really helping Ukraine by prolonging the
3: war. I don't think so, but that's just me. It's a question of, are we, are we preventing Russia from taking more control of Ukraine? Does is that, is that help? I kind of think the US, I'll look at it this way. Ukraine is a border country with Russia. Right. The United States is on the other side of the planet. Mm. And the US is sending weapons and agitating. Imagine if Russia was sending weapons to Mexico. Mm. And then like cartels were attacking the southern border and trying to take stretches of the Rio Grande or something. Well, Russians are the black people of white people. <laughs> what, is that, what, is that, what does that mean? You're laughing. People, I don't even know what it means. Matt, Vladimir
1: Putin's like, I got to talk to this guy.
3: <laughs> they're the outgroup. <laughs> no, I mean, look, woke <laughs> people say Slavic people are, uh, are people of color.
6: Yeah, well, so I, I guess mean, technically,
3: you're right. Like, even look at it from a
4: resource perspective. You know, Russia's the Africa of Europe, they're very mineral rich right like oil like you very know. big yeah very cold though yeah so if you look at how russia uh how africa is treated Russia's getting the africa treatment we got to go in we got to colonize we have to take your assets and we have to divvy it up it's just beautiful communism
3: you think we're going to go into russia too you think the u.s goes into russia i well what do you when you say into
4: russia right it's it, it, it's first thing now we have to understand with colonizing What you first do is you colonize the culture. And as we talked about before, you discredit the witness. So you discredit the current culture. You make Putin look bad. You make the culture. And then you attack the root of Russia, which is Orthodox Christianity. They're already attacking that. So there's a cultural colonization that's happening. And if you can uproot that, everything else sort of falls into place. But Russia is definitely a target of some group of people on this planet, most of them running financial institutions, I believe because they're the same ones behind situations like FTX, right? Large financial institution pumping into, and then, I ain't say that, you said that. Um, (laughs) But we saw the financial institutions that were involved in the FTX election Ukraine triangle. You see what I'm saying? But there's always been that sort of history between America and Russia. For example, when we talk about uh, the Civil War. The North had Russia as an ally. So there's always been that tie. Right. Also, um, I mean, they had had Britain, too, didn't they? No, Uh, that was uh, the South had uh, France and Britain against
3: them. Against them. Right, yeah. right. The, the, oh, you said the North had Russia against them. Had Russia with them. With them. Yeah. But, but then France and, uh, and the UK were with the North as well. South.
7: With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just
2: going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky.
6: No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
7: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: The 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 UK and and France were with the South. Correct. Okay.
2: Well, they were like they were like playing both
3: sides, right? Trying to see who. Well, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They were selling stuff. I think. I think actually, yeah. (laughs) I think the South was trying to sell. Cotton to the UK. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So
4: there was some of that, and Russia comes in and, and plays this role as, hey, we're going to be the great equalizer of some sort. Mm-hmm. And that's how we get the whole exchange of Alaska, because they own oh, that. And that's how that thing happens, right? right. Correct. But you got to remember, Russia was a world superpower under uh, Nicholas, right? That was before the Russian Revolution came about. And who financed the Russian Revolution? I can't say on here, but everybody knows who did that, right? So you see this tie of money behind all these things. Real quick, this is from my book, The Patriot Report, Unmasking a Conspiracy of Money and War, available now on Amazon and HotepJesus.com. Um, but I've tracked back, you know, this whole thing about the central banking system, whatever, whatever. But I always see Russia pop up, and I see Russia as being the one place That this financial elite has not quite conquered, so I think they want to cripple it and then,
3: you know, slowly grab its resources. If you take a look at uh, the history of the region with the Middle East, with Europe, one big component which it's interesting because I hear in the media they're reporting it's a conspiracy theory. It's the 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 natural gas monopoly. It's Gazprom. It's Nord Stream. It's the Qatar Turkey pipeline. I talk about it all the time because it's like I think it's the key to what's happening. NATO wants to get cheap energy into Europe. Europe demands it. Syria says no. The US is, is, is very fortunate that Syria then goes into civil war. And of course, we oppose the Assad regime who said outright, we will not let you build the Qatar Turkey pipeline and uh, conveniently wanted to build an alternate pipeline that would do the same thing, strengthening Russia's uh, energy monopoly in Europe. And then all of a sudden you get Burisma with Joe Biden, former CIA director, and these interests working for an energy company in Ukraine. Nord Stream 2 blows up. You didn't just smash a stink bug, did you? <laughs> yeah, he You're going to regret that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's going to oh, smell yeah. real bad now. Uh, let me just put it over
4: here. <laughs> I do oh. them
3: Chinese bugs. It is. That's but what you I mean. don't. You can't smash them, bro. Really? Yeah. It's gonna be like ammonia here in a minute. <laughs> yeah, it's it smells. Yeah, it smells like ammonia. Is that what it
2: is? I said so like. Are we, just, we something today that smells like cilantro? It doesn't smell like cilantro. No, it's
3: it's gonna smell real bad though. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, it's they like release this oil. Oh yeah, like, it might be why good. Why they're called stink, you. stink bugs, man? Yeah, they're called yeah. stink bugs. Oh, that's
4: what they call those. Yeah. I bug. call
3: them the Chinese bugs. Man. They are Chinese bugs, right? Yeah, they came over here in the '70s or whatever, and they're you can't get rid of them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we oh, called. Actually, we looked it up. It's 1996. Oh, 96. Well, yeah. You we called the exterminator. Spraying does nothing. Yeah because in China they have wasps that eat them mm-hmm. but you don't mm-hmm. have wasps here. Yeah there's no natural predator. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Anyway, we're anyway. talking about we're talking about Nord Stream 2 then Nord Stream 2 blows up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Russia, you know, they blame Russia for blowing up their own pipeline and it's like Yeah, Putin did it. Yeah, so it so it the the, the whole thing is it's interesting because the argument made about why the EU needs to exist is to compete with China. That's what they say. They say they want to create a powerful economic block that can compete with China because China's growing so rapidly. Mm. I call BS on that. Joe Biden was involved in selling natural gas from Louisiana to China with Hunter Biden. That was just revealed in the Hunter Biden laptop story. Exclusive mm. emails released. Daily Mail covered the story. Joe Biden. There's an email saying, I've organized the meeting for Joe and Hunter to do the sale. And it was natural gas from Louisiana to China. Why are we selling energy to China? So they say Europe wants to compete with it, I call BS. Mm-hmm. I think it's ideological. I think it is control. I think you got a bunch of powerful interests in the United States, went to China, and said what you're doing with this communism using market, market systems, dictatorship mm-hmm. is what, they, what we wanna do. So the United States has been trying to implement Chinese-style communism here and in other countries. It's a lot more than just that. I don't think it's so simple. I think energy absolutely plays a role. They do want to get cheaper energy into Europe. They do want lower energy costs. But Russia is their principal villain, not China. China well, has the ideology they like. Russia doesn't.
4: What's the incentive for Biden and the rest of these guys to go along with the Chinese agenda? Are they thinking about themselves, or is oh, there yeah. some?
3: I, th- I think what you basically have is. There's evil people who do things for ideological reasons. Okay. Who employ selfish, psychotic individuals who do things for personal reasons. Okay. So Joe Biden's the kind of guy who says, I'm going to sell energy to China, everyone else will be damned. Mm-hmm. And then you have ideologues who are like, Who are they? The ideologues. Yeah, I. It, it's hard to say who who is who is they though, right? That's, yeah, that's, that's, who is that's, they? Who is they? Though? Yeah. It's who hard is to they? say because Matt's chat like I'm walking explains. out of here,
6: man.
1: <laughs> we made it an hour in, everybody. He's the new record holder.
3: So the reason I say it's hard to say is not that it's a censorship question, and people expect me to say like Jews or something. No, I'm talking about like the Davos group. Okay. Powerful corporate interests. These are people of all different backgrounds. There, you can call them global elites. You can call them uh, CEOs. You can, but it, it's hard to, to quantify exactly how you group these people. Other than it is the people of means and power around the world who don't want to lose it. Mm-hmm. Who birds of a feather flock together.
0: Mm-hmm. They have big business. Big business.
3: Big business. Big government. Uh, all that kind of stuff. Big lizard. Maybe, maybe even lizards. Yeah, we don't know. But, but a lot of people say the World Economic Forum, the Davos group. Yeah. and it's like uh, that's 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 simplistic. That's where a lot of the that's I think, where the employees hang out. Yeah, I would I would I would say you know some people have said like it's the Illuminati as a catch-all term for powerful global interests. I'd say that it is a semi-emergent phenomenon, meaning I don't think that there is like. The order of the, the Illuminati, you know, that actually meets and sits down at their meeting was a big sentence as Illuminati. What I think it is, is a Hydra. You've got all these big corporations. They are interested in maintaining that power. And that power is maintained through rigid control of the, of the planet, which means Henry Kissinger, I think Ian points out, limited warfare, meaning they want some war. They sell weapons. They don't want no war. So there's a, there's a degree of control they have to have in a lot of things. They don't have total control, though. They're just special interests. And the reason I say semi-emergent is emergent meaning a phenomenon that happens over time naturally. And I say only semi because you certainly have powerful special interests who will meet and say, hey, we need to move these tanks. What are we doing? It's like, Sell them in Ukraine. Let's get, a, let's get a conflict up. I mean, look at the stock for the companies that operate this stuff. Now, I'm not saying definitively that conspiracy theory is true. I'm saying yeah. there absolutely are powerful CEOs who meet with government officials and say, we've got to move shirts out of this country. What can we do? And the government says, look, we'll work. A I have this beautiful war laid out for you. <laughs> I, maybe that's a little far, but I'll, but I'll 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 give a shout out to Matt Gates, who said... I said you're going to get a bill to break up big tech, mm-hmm. and then they're going to, you know, get put options on. He goes, that actually happened. They had a bill moving through Congress to break up big tech. Paul Pelosi bought the dip, and then the bills died in their tracks. Wow! And then of course the stock goes up. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about. It's not. A, that's not Didn't an emergency. did just
1: introduce the Pelosi Act to stop?
3: Uh, yeah. Hmm. T- yeah, 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 one yeah. I've seen it. But here, 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 ultimately what I think is this: CEO of a, of a Fortune 500 company, he's trying to sell as many vaccines as possible. He hears, he, he he lobbies the government. Give us a guaranteed contract, and the government says, "Let's talk." You're going to get lobbyists. <laughs> Let's talk. Right, they're, they're going to. This is what the this came out of the Veritas thing just now. The uh, the guy was saying basically. I think this came out of the Veritas thing. You think these government employees who are regulating big pharma are going to be mean to them when they're expecting a job afterwards? Right. The lobbyist doesn't just say, "I'll donate to your campaign." He says, "You know, we're big fans of the work you do. We know you believe in helping people of the world. Maybe once you're uh, you know, what you retire, you know, we could talk about a nice package. May- maybe there's a-, a fit for you. Come on the board. Maybe maybe a couple million dollar a year salary. If, of course, we think that you actually care about this stuff." Yeah. That what ends up happening then is The guy who takes over this company, this big pharma company, he's not inducted into a conspiracy. He doesn't go to a meeting and they sit him down and they make him walk through paddles and he gets V'd in or whatever. He's a guy who gets to the company and he's told, hey, if you want to make that billion dollars this year and get your $25 million bonus, we got to sell more product. Is there a way we can get the government, the biggest buyer to buy as much as possible? Let's send the lobbyists to convince them mandates are the way to go. Yeah. And then you get these things. So these you're a communist. Me? What do you
4: mean? <laughs> <laughs> I the I mean, refer. You, you, me. I mean, you just basically said that this is, uh, you know, capitalist greed. That's not. That's corporatism. Yeah, that, that's not that's, the, that's. Oh, so this is corporate greed. Corp. I don't know. I don't know Well, you said this is about making
3: money. I called it an right? emergent we gotta, phenomenon. We gotta, but we got to move products, isn't it? Corporate fascism. No, 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 no! Hold on, hold on. This is important. I don't think I don't know if greed is the word used to describe it. That's yeah, why okay. I say it's it's an emergent phenomenon, right? Because It's power too. Well, look at it this way. Right. It, it, it's it's because you said bonus. Not, you said it's, bonuses it's, is a financial incentive there. But it's not the human machine. It's the it's the it's the uh it's beyond the human machine. That it's is the to lizard say. man. No, 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 no. Timcast.com is a company. Yeah. Timcast.com needs a certain amount of money every week to maintain this company. Right. The person who is trying to maximize Tim Cast's product isn't thinking, I want to enrich
4: myself. He's thinking- I need to meet these deadlines and KPIs. Exactly. So in order to do that and do my
3: job, I might need to call somebody in government. So you get big pharma, and it's not necessarily the CEO saying, I want to make a billion dollars for myself. Yeah. But the bonus plays a role. Obviously, I mentioned that. A lot of it is the guy saying, look- we're looking at a down forecast. Our stock's going to take a hit. The, sh- the shareholders are going to get pissed. Yeah, We got to figure out a revenue stream. And someone says, look, this COVID thing, there's talk of mandates. We should be on that 100%. It's the right thing for the people and it'll, it'll help us secure contracts to keep yeah. the company running.
4: Yeah. And then Tristan walks in and he goes, I got a great idea. What we're going to do is
3: we're going to create a whole bunch of multivariant mutant viruses and we can sell more vaccines. It is how many grains of sand make a heap is the banality of evil. It is people like (laughs) him who are saying, they're justifying it to themselves. Mm-hmm. But you know what? The reality is some of these people know what they're doing is evil. They know they are cogs in a machine that is destructive. Mm-hmm. But my point ultimately is when it comes to the entirety of the, the system as it's orchestrated, no. I do not believe there is a singular group of people or individual who's sitting there saying, twirling his mustache being like, here's how we're going to take over the world. It, people come and go. It's a it's a monster. It's an amorphous blob empowered by all of the different people who say, Look, I'm not an avalanche. I'm just a snowflake. Avalanche was coming long before I got here. That's what I see. The avalanche doesn't blame itself. uh, I'm sorry, the snowflake doesn't blame itself for the avalanche. But each and every time some global leader or some powerful executive joins in these meetings and they say, two two things happen. The ideological pressure and the economic pressure. Mm -hmm. One, how do I meet my deadlines to make sure my company doesn't fail because the shareholders, the employees are counting on me? Government mandated contracts. Two is the ideological pressure. Mm You ever hear that story? So let me ask you a question. Real, real quick, let me just, sorry, I'll finish this point. You ever hear that, that story they did where they put a bunch of chimps in a, room, chimps in a room? They put a ladder in the middle of the room with fruit on top. Chimp walks over, there's five chimps. Climbs the ladder, fire hose comes out, sprays them. All the chimps get sprayed down. Ah! Chimp climbs, tries to climb the ladder again, boom, they all get sprayed down. They learn. Stay the, away from that ladder. They take one chimp out, they put one chimp in. Mm -hmm. new chimp is looking around like what am i doing in here Mm -hmm. walks over to the ladder the other chimps run up grab him and throw him down and start beating him up Mm -hmm. because he's going to get us sprayed right one by one they replace all the old chimps now they got five chimps who have never been sprayed with the fire hose any one of them goes near that ladder they get beat up why that's the way we do things yeah that's i think a large component of the ideological capture that Mm -hmm. happens with people at the top
4: so you're saying that there's this corporate fascism thing phenomenon that you mentioned right and I don't want to dispute that.
0: But who killed JFK? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, CIA? Um, oh, tap.
3: D- Tucker, t- Tucker just said it was Charlie. He said it was the CIA, That's, didn't what he? Yeah. That's what Tucker Char- said. That's what Tucker said? Charlie.
4: <laughs> wow. He then went on to I say, guess.
3: didn't he say that they went after Nixon too because he was trying to figure out who killed JFK? Tucker's been going off. Yeah. Well, but, yeah, I think he knew there was something
4: in the finals or something like that. So how does all that tie in, right? If we got the corporate thing happening, Tim Pool's phenomenon... Why is the CIA and all these other groups
3: involved and in, are they part of that corporate thing? Or, are these- It's two? not just corporate, it's government power. So here's what happens. Why does the CIA get formed? It's, it's my my fear is that people ascribe to conspiracy that which is an emergent human phenomenon which is dangerous that we need to recognize. Mm-hmm. The co- power, power uh, coalesces. Mm-hmm. So you get, you know, the FBI I think, uh, what, did, what did the FBI start as, I forgot. I, I did this whole thing researching it. Before it was the FBI it was called something else. Right. Look at what it is today. Yeah. Right. I mean, people don't start these things intending them for, for intending for them to become monsters. Yeah. But
4: they do. So you think there's pos- people like Strock maybe in position of power who are abusing this power? Absolutely. Okay. If you look, I, at it I like- think
3: what, what, I, what I mean to say is there are people there. there there's we'll call it the the the, the superliminal, the liminal, and the subliminal. Mm-hmm. You know, as the Simpsons joke reference, there are people who know they're bad people and want power. Mm-hmm. But I think that not, there's not that many of them. There's a lot. And you don't need that many in positions of power to get an evil group of people destroying the world. You then have people who know that what they're doing is kind of bad, but they think I'm more powerful here for good, yeah. even though. So I remember hearing about like the CEO of Shell or something telling activists, I want to save the world, too. I'm more effective as the CEO in doing good. So they recognize in their own mind, yeah, bad things are happening because of what I do, but I'm trying. Yeah. And then you have the people who are totally oblivious, right. who are like, everybody get on the freight, freight car. I got no idea why you're going there, or where you're going there, but I'm gonna make sure you do. Yeah. And they're contributing to that evil.
4: Oh, that's crazy. That's absolutely insane, bro. So I'm trying to put all these pieces together. You don't think that there's a, a board table uh, of Illuminati no. that are making decisions behind the scenes? The,
3: the answer to that question is...
4: You think they got a group
3: chat? and they say, hey, what are we going to do now? <laughs> They're on time. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but hold on, hold on. The answer to that is half yes. Okay. Of course there's a board meeting where powerful rich people mm. are meeting up. But there's no induction. There's no name. You
4: know how they always throw out the name like Rockefellers.
3: And yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Rothschild. But that just means rich people and wealthy families and those rich families have changed. You now have Jeff Bezos... Mm-hmm. Who owns the Washington Post? He wants to sell it. So is actually. he in Illuminati? If you're if you're saying Illuminati as in a nebulous idea of the powerful elites who control the planet? Yes, yes absolutely. Oh, Jeff Bezos
4: is Illuminati. Okay. <laughs>
3: what, what about Elon Musk? I would say yes.
4: So okay, so we have Bill Gates. I think we could throw him in there. Oh, absolutely. Okay, Bezos is Zuckerberg in there? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about Jack Dorsey?
3: Jack Dorsey, I'd say yes, absolutely. Really? Even after? But but you got to understand, there's not a membership list. Right. If we're using Illuminati as a vague term to represent the most powerful people in the world okay. who meet with each other and decide how to move their chessboard pieces, of course all these people are playing the game. Are there good guys and bad guys? Yes. Yes. Elon Musk is in an interesting position. Is he a good guy or a bad guy? That's tough to say. He's got factories in China, he's defended China, he's posted good things about the Chinese Communist Party, but in the United States, he says good things about freedom, he pushes back, he, uh, you know on, on the establishment, he calls out Democrats. So a lot of people in the US are cheering free speech, free speech yay. But what about his business dealings in China? Yeah. I mean, I mean we're not we're not going to sit here and defend the Chinese Communist Party, but Elon Musk has said nice things about them. Mm. Then you got to look powerful people whether whether they intend to or not make big moves. Yeah. Big moves. Yeah. So when I say Zuckerberg, Gates, what I'm basically saying is at the cream of the crop, the top of the top, these people, birds of a feather flock together. They're going to hang out. They're going to have similar ideas and similar experiences. They may not completely agree, but they can move mountains. So when we see big moves happening, people on the bottom say, it's a conspiracy they're plotting. And it's like, technically that's true. Right. Wealthy, powerful, and uh, corporate and government elites are meeting together, are planning things together, but it's not like they wear dark robes and draw pentagrams on the ground <laughs> and then paddle each other to 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 induct them into this Illuminati. While,
6: while they're making the decisions, that kind of party happens after the decisions are made.
3: <laughs> but don't get me wrong; there there are those weird parties that yeah, happen. That's what I'm I sure. mean. It's... What I'm saying is there may be groups that go to like Bohemian Grove, do that weird Moloch stuff, yeah, which I'm sure you've heard of, but the people, the Davos group people, mm-hmm. things like that. I know people who have gone to the World Economic Forum. Mm-hmm. They do not regularly go to board meetings. They go once a year to hear what other people have to say, yeah. share their ideas. Mm-hmm. But if you get 2,000 corporate elites and government elites mm-hmm. and they all start sharing their ideas together, it starts to, it starts to come together. Their, their cycles start to synchronize, you know, if you know what I mean. You know, <laughs> you know who some people say is an Illuminati?
4: Who? Tim Pool.
3: In the Illuminati.
4: Yeah, they say you're part of this group <laughs> of, of evil decision makers.
3: Are you in the Illuminati temple? I'm putting not, you on the spot no, right now. No, no, uh, I'm not. I guess, unfortunately. <laughs> like I, was say, I, thought I was about to ask you, "Well, can I get in? <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> interesting I? things happening with uh-huh. the decentralization of power <laughs> and media and resources. So now you're ending up with companies that probably, much to the chagrin of these uh powerful elites who want to control things. Mm -hmm. You're getting people like us who are finding ways to navigate through the cracks and build power that is very hard for them to deal with.
4: So you're building like an alt-Illuminati.
3: Yeah, well, no, but maybe we should. I did say this on the show before. I was like, can't we do the opposite? Can't we have like a group of activists come together for meritocracy, liberty, personal freedom, personal responsibility, and then start like making books and giving them to schools and doing stuff like that? You know what I mean? Well,
4: HOTEP Nation, that's what we're involved with, homeschooling. Well, I believe in homeschooling, but I'm saying yeah.
3: make the Hotep book and get it in get it in schools. You talk about counter propaganda, or just literally propaganda. Yeah, yeah. revolutionary <laughs> action. freedom, freedom propaganda. Yeah, I you, like that idea. You guys make the books, go to schools, and then tell the schools like you're not racist, are you? You're not. Okay, then put our book in your curriculum, and the well, book will be like freedom, liberty, personal
4: responsibility. Well, Uncle Hotep, what would you put in a book if we were to put a book out? And say this is the most important thing we want to tell people or teach children, you know, especially with CRT drag story time right now. What would you put in a book? What would I put in a book? Yeah. Like what would be, you know, the one thing you think children need to
7: with the Lucky Land Slots? You can get lucky just about anywhere.
4: Because I look at it as like counter-Marxism, right? Because that's really what's...
0: Counter-revolutionary. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely.
6: Uh-huh. You're, now you're talking my language. Yeah. You know
0: what they need to put in it? What? The Grifter Hall of Fame. Hotep Jesus, number one. Eric, <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> right there. The Grifties.com, right? Greatest Grifter of all time. Vote for me. Yeah. <laughs> grifties.com.
1: <laughs> Do you nominate yourself? You're like, I have to be on this list. Yeah. That's awesome. I I'm in
4: the, the site. I got access. Of course I dominated myself. I'm trying to win. I think I just got passed by um Dan, can you pull it up? Grifties dot com. Can you pull up who's winning right now? Again. Pull that up and what is tell it, the us- yeah, grifties.com. grifties dot com? Yeah, grifties dot com. No, uh take out the. It's just Grifties.
3: Oh, it's no the. No the.
4: Yeah. Put put that up there. Let's see who's winning right now. <laughs>
3: Eliza Blue, <laughs> no, that's the newest. Oh, that's nominees. the newest nominee. Oh, <laughs> <number> four, fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> Eliza Blue at fourteen. You're number Yo,
1: two. You're number two. Oh. I'm wow. number two. Yes,
3: you <laughs> are. Shut up, who's, who's Chile DiCastro? Castro? I don't know. The Young Turks number five. I'm impressed. Who? Oh no, no. It says what is that? It says newest nominees number five. What does that mean? Oh, because they're groups. Is that what it is? Yeah, it is groups too. Yeah, okay, groups. Oh, wow. Hotep Nation. Hotep's been told you. Hotep. You guys are trying. The Grifties is number one. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> that's a good one. Gretta, Rob, look at this. Greta Thunberg's You're number bigger, 3 You're grifter than Greta. Damn. That's impressive. Uncle Hotep. Greta Hotep. Hotep with it. Alex Stein, number nine. Crowder, number 10. Eliza Blue is there at number 14. It's a new entry. Yeah. Volodymyr Zelensky at 12. Uh, Michael Rapaport's in there. Some news, Look at something. that! All right, all Monk right.
4: Punk shades. Wow.
3: I was on there at one point. I was pretty high up there, but I guess I got knocked off. You got
4: to nominate Temple. Nominate Temple <laughs> right now on grifties.com I don't know if I deserve it, to be honest. Absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> you do. You deserve it because <laughs> I'm able to grift off of you. You are the grift <laughs> god.
3: <laughs>
1: you make grifting capable or, or possible for a lot of people. Uh, yeah. You got to be acknowledged for your contribution. Grift amplification grift <laughs> The <laughs> grift
3: economy. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> the <culture>. next year <laughs> I might be able to make it. I I, I do think I got to be honest. I don't know if you should be number two. Why? I should be number one, right? No, I don't know if you should be on the list at all. Why? Because I think making the grifties and talking about it is not grifting.
6: I think it's the griftiest thing in the world to, re- to win the grifties when you
3: made it. That you made yeah. it for yourself. <laughs> That's actually a good point. Wait, wait. Make that you, point again you, you made? You, made, actually, you said I shouldn't because what? Because you made this thing... But actually, the fact that you're trying to win your own thing is the griftiest thing. That's That's the best.
1: Normally, you recuse yourself because it's your competition. But in this case, you have to be in it. We're going to go to to Super
3: Chats. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, become a member over at TimCast.com because we're going to have that members-only show coming up for you in about an hour, uh, hour and a half or so. It goes up around 11 p.m. And uh, generally, we just appreciate your support, your membership at TimCast.com. Makes all of this operate. Helps us work. Smash that like button and let, let's, uh, let's see what you got. Smokey Joe says, speaking of body doubles, Christine Collins' boy went missing in 1928. LAPD returned a boy that wasn't hers, then told her to try the boy out and had her institutionalized when she refused the boy. Yo, what? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what? I've heard that story before. Yo, that's crazy. Wild. Cassius Cam says, hotep or die. Tim, hit me up if you need an intro. Uh, intro. They're here. They're sitting right next to me. Let's do it. Did you mean like an intro to the show? Yeah, he he makes music. Cassius makes music. Yeah. We
7: should have a theme song. Oh, right on.
4: Yeah. All right, let's see what we got here. What is this? Shout out to Cassius Cam. He he made
3: the intro to Hotel's Been Told You. Oh, okay, right on. Yeah. Tyler Bratton says, I have a suspicion that this guy is a whistleblower. The way he said don't tell anybody made it seem like he knows he's being recorded. I could be wrong, but nonetheless, thank you, Project Veritas. Man, uh... This is a crazy story from Veritas. Internet breaking, top level. This is gonna this is gonna lead to some stuff. I'll just put it that way. Yeah. All right. Athol Ironworks says, Free the quartering. Eliza Blue is grifting off of real victims. Sad and disgusting. Yeah, Jeremy is uh, currently suspended from Twitter, as is Brittany Venti. And uh, I don't know too much about it other than they, they posted, do you guys know about what happened? They posted a, a photo, a, a still from a video or something, or the video and then they got reported and taken down yeah i don't know too much of the details mm, my but.
6: understanding is they posted the video of eliza and and from back in the day when she'd made some kind of it wasn't she wasn't nude or anything but it she was fairly scantily yeah. clad and
3: jeremy so. so uh jeremy was supposed to be on the show i found out yesterday that he was not coming on the show and what had happened was he was confirmed for the show initially but then it was like Something happened because I, I was talking to him directly and he was like, I'll come out you know, this Wednesday. And we're like, yes. And this was like a month or two ago. And then he was like, hey, I can't actually make it out. Let's schedule an act- actually in advance. So we scheduled for the end of the month. And then Jeremy never got back to Cassandra who does booking with any of the travel information. And she tried to reach out to him. I guess Jeremy said he flaked and he apologizes and that he just didn't get back in time. We booked things pretty far in advance. So after a few emails, Cassandra didn't hear back. She was like, Hey, if we don't hear back from you, we're we'll gonna have to book somebody else. And then we ended up booking somebody else. But uh Jeremy's welcome to come here anytime he wants. I told him, bro, you, you gotta come out of here. We're supposed to talk coffee, man. But uh open invite. Uh, obviously we're 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 booked up, um we we book up decently far in advance, like a month and a half or so. Mm-hmm. So it kind of sucks that we couldn't get Jeremy out. But uh, anytime Jeremy wants to come on, we'll 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 try and figure out how to make it work. We do get cancellations sometimes, so. Eliza Blue um,
4: hosted, uh, she presented an award at the
3: Grifties, I think 20, the, the first one,
4: if I'm oh, not mistaken. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, yeah, oh, she kidding. might win one this time.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's on the list now. She's 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 ranking up. I mean, people are spamming the chat, and the super chat talking are they, about her. So. The, the yeah, chat is drama. full of, yeah. of
6: Brittany Venti remarks about her body and... and uh, <laughs> Milk tea Yeah, talking about the quartering and...
1: Pop Culture got a super chat about whatever's happening and all of us look at each other like we don't know what's going on we're not the people to ask the
6: chat is thirsty for information about no, that no, they want they want, it. They want here's the, a they don't want talking
3: here's a good one uh christina h says caitlin bennett is back on youtube today after taking a year off to enjoy being a new mom i wonder if we'll ever see her right here on timcast oh yeah, that's sure. gun girl that's gun, gun girl, girl. Yeah, oh I'm, yeah I'm, I'm whatever happened to her she, she was... took a year off to be a mom i guess oh that's beautiful absolutely mm-hmm. oh wow i like guns she
1: should come as long as she brings her baby like, I, yeah. I want to see the baby. You know what Okay. I mean? is that a baby got <laughs> like guns? Probably. I, yeah,
3: <laughs> hopefully. hopefully. So like, you, you get your baby. You, the, when you're if born, I you, get
1: to hold her baby, she can
3: cut. You get a baby gun. Ask and when you're it. old enough, they're like, this is your baby gun. And you open it and up. And then you and get and that like,
1: video Whoa. of that toddler that made everyone actually Actually, you know
3: their... about the twenty two cricket, right? Oh, I know about the twenty two. cricket. but <laughs> hold on. Think about this. Think about, this is a nice little <laughs> tradition. No, you get a model from the year that you the kid was born. No it's their baby gun. And then when they're old enough, it's, you know, bequeathed to them. Oh. And then it's like, because think about this, it'll be 20 years later, 18 years later, or maybe 16, depending on the laws with parental supervision. And you've got a 16 year old, it's an old school, you know, older model. And then you're like, as you're, you're an adult, it's your like signature.
4: Weapon. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I like Uh, that. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. Like, we're not literally gonna hand the baby a gun. Mm. Of course, Media Matters will write that we are, but we're not. (laughs) What we'll have is it'll be like locked in a shelf and we'll be like, when you're old enough, this is, you know, a 2024 model, you know, 1911, whatever, manufactured by Springfield. I've heard of
1: parents like buying like a bottle of wine that was like produced the year their, their kid is born and then like, when they gave him the enough. baby
3: one
1: <laughs> yeah definitely no, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> uh, these parents are crazy no they'll save it to like you know their 18 or 21st birthday
3: it's aged as old yeah as you it's are. like
1: and hopefully it's not terrible it i not like cool? that
3: i like this one. Oh wait this is funny uh jason dixon says tim google placed a covid19 information tab at the bottom of your video i bet yep. they were paid to do this by big pharma i don't really care about that stuff mm-hmm. people are like oh they put a tag on your video i'm like it's stupid but who cares shout out to google yeah, here we go. Coldy Lock says, hey, Tim, you talk about mandating gun ownership as a joke. Look up gun uh, gun law passed in 1792. Never repealed. It mandates 18 to 45-year-olds purchase military-style guns so they can be called upon for the militia. <laughs> so my, my bit was like, we should mandate gun ownership, mm-hmm. but not in the sense that we literally do. We propose bills forcing Democrats to negotiate down to people are allowed to have guns. Oh, okay. You see what I mean? Okay. So we go to Congress and we say mandatory, mandatory gun ownership. If you don't have a gun, you're in violation of the law and they're going to be like, that's crazy. Let's settle on. Anybody can buy a gun, but you don't have to have it. Fine. We'll repeal the NFA. Okay. That's mm.
0: some 5D chess you're thinking
3: right You all to know it's funny. You want to know it's funny. Yeah. Children have a right to keep and bear arms. Really? Yes. And you see, the, the, the issue that we're dealing with is that culture supersedes the law. And because we, as a culture, have decided children should not have guns, maybe because the power of guns, the danger of guns, has has exponentially gone up, we've now decided they can't. But hold on, kids back in the day when the Second Amendment was written would be handed a musket to do to hunt. I went to yeah. I went to, um, and there are certain laws where they're like at 12 years old you're allowed to wield a certain weapon as long as your parents are around. But I went to uh, I think it was uh, Stonewall Jackson's house, a house he used in the kitchen. This is amazing. They have a they have a, a smoothbore musket 1828 or whatever, you know why? Ready to go, because while they're cooking dinner, they'd open the back door, somebody would grab the musket and wait, blast a critter, and then walk out, grab the critter, and throw it in the stew. No joke. And I was like, was what's dinner. the gun for? And they're like, oh, it's so they open the door and just shoot something and eat it. It's the dinner gun. It's the dinner gun, and that <laughs> they they, they I would love it. they would have. Young kids using muskets. Granted, mm. a, a, a smooth-bore, muzzle-loaded musket, very, very different from a semi-automatic Glock 17 or something. We so smart. I understand that. Yeah, but we call that the supper semi. <laughs> but understand this. Just because technology changed doesn't yeah. mean our rights did. Yeah, okay. So if people have a problem with this and disagree, it has to be amended. We as a people have to codify that we recognize the evolution of technology changes things. But understand this too. It is not controversial to say the First Amendment applies to children. Yeah. That's a fact. So why wouldn't the Second? What changed? Nothing in the law did. Statutorily, they just passed laws saying kids can't have guns anymore. Mm-hmm. But how do you supersede the Constitution in that way? For that, for that matter, how did they pass the NFA? The National Firearms Act literally does nothing but infringe our right to keep and bear arms.
1: I mean, with the First Amendment, like... Anyone from the beginning of time, from the day they be, are born in America, they're guaranteed free speech. But we know that there's enough legal precedent set where like if you're in a public school newsroom, like, you're working for your school paper, like the school is allowed to restrict your freedom of speech. It's allowed to restrict your freedom of press. There are legal precedents set up over time. that
3: School, like, yes, but a child can walk outside and say what they want to say. Their free speech is protected.
1: Sure, but this becomes an issue with social media, right? You'll have a kid post something; kid, they'll get in trouble at school. Are they? Right. And this is like, as you're saying, like as technology progresses, we're continuing to battle over the thing. Technically, they have free speech, but we are but in a state where we want to restrict and limit. The greater
6: this. point that Tim's making that that, is that we have neglected to adjust laws to reflect the way that society desires the right. laws to be what and the reason they the reason is because changing those laws is hard right it's hard to change so
1: what i'm saying is that they're doing it through the court system yeah and like it's, they it, don't need to go to the legislature and repeal a law they just need to have a court case that says this is legal precedent
6: yes and that and that is something that we but that's you, called activist judges and that's something right. that we should should do our best to avoid
3: you can't have a judge be like well the constitution doesn't matter yeah, precedent. you
6: don't, don't want to let you don't want to allow judges to legislate from the bench. That's a terrible mm-hmm. idea awful. that dilutes the 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 power of the of the the legislature f- further than it already is.
3: Let's read this one from Jeremiah Dobler. He says regarding dudes admitting crimes to Project Veritas, they don't believe what they're doing is wrong. Yes. I will counter that. Not true. The guy, as I'm told, physically attacked the Veritas crew, and I think it's because he knows what he's doing is wrong, which is why he said, don't, we don't want to tell the public this. Don't tell anyone I told you. He knows what he's doing is wrong. But some, some of these guys don't. Some of them. They think some they're good them. guys. Yeah. Some you of know? them definitely. Yeah. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says these narcissist freaks always out themselves thinking that they're bragging about how evil they are, hoping they'll score after the date. <laughs> I guess, you know, they, like women write letters to serial killers, man. Yeah. Maybe that's what these guys are thinking like, I'm not at that level, but I can be evil. <laughs> small say says James O'Keefe should walk out like Chris Hansen at the end of the date after they got the recording well the reason that doesn't work is they have to review the recording first right? Like, yeah. like we were talking about what if some chick goes on a date with a Twitter employee and I bet it's happened and he's and they're like so what do you do at Twitter I'm a moderator and what, what do you do do you ban like I heard like people ban conservatives I don't know about all that but you know what me and my friends are doing tomorrow? We're going to go see Harry Potter, Big Marathon. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start by watching the first movie all the way to the eighth movie. Do you want to come? Yeah. No, I'm interested in your job. <laughs> oh, well, I don't really care about that. I'm a 11th level wizard in my Harry Potter club. <laughs> She's I see like that I video. have a
6: desert in my panty.
2: <laughs> uh, that's you. what I get
3: paid for. Got but just, just imagine the Veritas B-sides. I bet it's hilarious. Not only that, I bet James O'Keefe has actually uncovered things that, are probably not in the public interest, but kind of. Mm. You know, like a guy saying something like, oh, my job at Twitter is to shovel like you know the crap off the floor in the bathrooms because the employees there are filthy and <laughs> don't use the toilet. <laughs> and it's like, James is thinking like, I don't know if this is newsworthy. Right. It's just kind of gross, mm. but then kind of like, we want to know these weird things that happen at these companies. It's we kind of newsworthy? You know who, who uh, O'Keefe should hire who has a lot of experience with filming people undercover? Steven
4: Crowder. <laughs> I'm playing Steve it's just a joke man I just had to get that one off man I'm just playing man call me I love to do a show on your channel man I just playing
0: play.
4: Daily Wire I love y'all too man no shots no shots no shots
3: <laughs> T-Rex Pet Shop says Project Veritas was savage when he got in the face of that New York Times reporter stop supporting woke pet stores like Chewy and Amazon support freedom loving T-Rex Pet Shop I'm writing that down right now and I will but uh, my question is do they have the uh, kidney medicine
6: Oh, true.
3: Yeah, is on a special uh, kidney well, medicine. Will he still need it after
1: the stem cells?
3: Well, we don't know if the stem cells are going to work. Yeah.
1: So but if they did work, would he still need the other medication?
3: I got a yeah, kidney phone. no, probably form. not. Holler
4: at me. I got a kidney form. No, the right problem hand. is he's got cat, a bad right? heart.
3: So we, he can't get... I, I asked him about a kidney transplant, and uh-huh. they said his heart's no good. Oh, damn. He wouldn't do yeah, that so what, surgery? So here's what I... I Has I, we, he ever visited we, Pfizer? No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, 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 look, he's a gutter cat, right? He was a rescue. Yeah. Okay. And so it probably happened as his mom ate garbage Mm -hmm. and then got knocked up by another cat that ate garbage Yeah, and then gestated a cat by eating garbage. Oh, this is, from birth, he's had this problem. So Mm. we didn't know this, but he was a rescue. We got uh, got him when he was relatively young, I think maybe six months to eight months or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, he's about four years old now, I think, he starts slowing down He's not jumping and playing anymore. Oh, okay. He's getting skinnier. And then one day he just slumped over and we were like, something's wrong. And he was anemic. His, oh, his red blood cell count was, was near death. Damn. And uh, we saw him falling over. And if we didn't, he'd mm-hmm. probably be dead by now. Mm-hmm. Brought to the doctor they said, his kidneys are failing. They're too small. They can't support this adult cat. They're underdeveloped. Yeah. He probably wasn't getting proper diet when he was a kitten. He was eating garbage. And then his heart has a valve defect, a genetic defect. And they said, we're sorry. These things happen. So we don't know if the stem cell therapy is gonna fix the kidney problem because they're underdeveloped as it is. Okay. But we're gonna try. Yeah. And we, we, we ask them about a kidney transplant. What they do is there's a cat that they're gonna euthanize because there's too many cats. And they say, okay, if you adopt it, we take the kidney from one cat, we give it to the other cat, you, you have to take care of them both. And they have to go on a special kidney diet. Okay. And it's like kind of brutal for the cat that's gonna get killed. Like we're taking your kidney or you die. Yeah. But you know, it's like, well, they're gonna kill it. It's like, what do we do? Well, they got down loud, so they'd be all right. <laughs> well, hopefully. Sure. We'll see what happens. Bocas has been very spry. He's been getting intravenous fluids. or uh, not intravenous, uh, subcutaneous fluids. Okay. And he's been getting uh, uh, red blood cell medicine, but the red blood cell medicine is now unavailable. Damn. So, it's bad news. Yeah. And it's going to take a well, few that weeks. Why is it unavailable? Because the economy's collapsing. I don't know. Ask Joe Biden. <laughs> you can't get anything. It's crazy. We, like the reason our, our new headquarters has been delayed by like a year is because materials are insane, insanely no. hard to get. We can't even get the internet. It's been over a year and Comcast is like, the materials to build the internet don't exist. Have a nice day. No joke. Internet where? So where we are in West Virginia, we have to actually have them come out and lay internet in the ground. Oh, damn. We're, we're, we're legit developing in a rural area. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna bring... Uh, this is technically like Area 52. You know, I knew funny. you was an Illuminati. Yeah. We have a big building. We have a we have a forty a forty foot building, and you can see it. Yeah. So all the people around are like, "What the is going on here?" Yeah. Like there's this massive building, and so, uh, just a big it, ass building in the middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere. And here's a funny thing: we're going to be skateboarding in it. Mm. We got a studio for production and a space for skateboarding and other activities and fun shenanigans, movies and music. So apparently, what happens is one of the guys working on the project is probably having a drink at a bar, and someone asks, what's that crazy building? He says, actually, I'm working on it. Yeah, it's some guy who does like a podcast who wants to like skate inside or something. And they're like, skate? And he's like, yeah. So then this person goes to their friend and says... Some guy's gonna be like skating around in it and they were like skating around in it. That's so weird. And then they go online and say, Why is a rich guy building a private skating rink? Yeah. And now they're imagining all of us going in circles with roller skates. <laughs> oh, I thought
1: they thought it was an ice skating rink for a while. Like, I thought it was roller skates. I don't know which one.
3: I want yeah. I want Hotep Jesus
6: to the to do the first couple skate with me at the new place. Oh. Couples.
4: <laughs>
3: Hell no, I don't do that shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's read some more. Let's read yeah, some Uncle more. TN says, directed EV might not work like they want. The virus will evolve randomly. And if an, if an escape mutant emerges in the lab, there's a very slim chance it will be the same escape mutant in the population. Mm. This is why I don't believe him. When he's like, oh, the idea is to mutate the virus so that we can make vaccines. It's like, well, I get the idea that you can direct the evolution of the virus, through yeah. gain of function research style things. Yeah. But in the wild, it's gonna be random. And you're gonna be like, we didn't plan for that one. Yeah, like if turn out. Yeah, there's eighteen billion variant possibilities. You think the one you chose is gonna be? Yeah, I don't
4: think so, man. Of course, man. These guys are smart, man. Pfizer knows what they're doing. You got to back off, Tim. This, oh yeah. This yeah. alt propaganda, you know, this alt illuminati. thing. You're against alt
0: illuminati thing? Yeah. Yo. You want in? Is this the big pharma grift?
4: This is the big pharma grift? <laughs> I'm auditioning. Lupe, call me. You want, you want? You want? You want to be a member of the alt illuminati? I'm thinking about it I, I'm, I'm going to the highest bidder and I know you got money so you know we definitely could work something out just don't give me no Daily Wire contracts and Daily Wire I'm just joking <laughs> Big Boss Bet I'm just joking just jokes I'll take that contract that you sent to Crowder I'll take that. <laughs> you can send me that exact one right now <laughs> <laughs> you
0: got no shame man grifties.com <laughs> <No shame. laughs>
4: So both of me.
6: you're trying to get number one. I, say, <laughs> I love you. I love you so much. <laughs> Pause.
4: Um, <laughs> that's that's your second warning. <laughs> Third time I'm pulling the Kanye and I'm walking out of here.
1: He's really friendly. It's okay.
4: <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting down. I'm not getting up. It's just. I'm phobic, okay? <laughs> all right. Let's read some more. Let's read some I'm more. Got, I'm got, sorry, Tim. But yes, if, you're, got, like, if our, you're in it, I'm, I'm down.
3: All right, let's do it. Bad B says, Tim is right. I live in a Democrat city. I saw military teams come into the city. Trump was getting ready to do what Tim said. Maybe. Maybe. All right. Samuel Latcher says, or is it Lacker? Guys, please contact your reps to not just shoot down the ATF ruling but actually gain ground in fortifying our God-given rights. They do, listen, ask for no less than abolishing the ATF and repealing the NFA and GCA. 100%. Agreed. Uh, Yeah, guys, I I recommend you do. Send a letter out to your reps, call them up. It does work. The the nonprofits on the left do this thing where they go out in the streets in in a downtown area and they say, do you want to help save the environment? Yes, fill out this postcard. That's all you got to do. They have 100 people do it. They get everyone to do 10 postcards. Now, one day, politician walks into his office and there's a stack on his desk of all of these postcards signed by people demanding change. And he goes, holy crap. And that gets their attention. And then they say, okay, okay, this is what people want. This is what people want from us. So that kind of stuff does work, man. Mm. It's not like it's a guarantee. You just gotta do something. Yeah, yeah. All right. Jimmy Races in one sentence, you say the media would be forced to report on the White House church getting burned down. And the next, you point out nobody knows about the last two years in Atlanta. Yes, because I said it's called wait. The uh, Antifa lunatics in a forest in Atlanta is not the White House. If the White House was set ablaze, it would be international news. If a forest has a handful of Antifa shooting at cops, local news just doesn't talk about it. But imagine what would happen if Antifa broke down the fencing and stormed the White House. Yeah, that would be international headlines. Yeah. Headlines everywhere. Yeah. That'd be epic footage. you right. The wait. It would be it would be the five to nine insurrection. There'd be committees. The DOJ would start raiding the homes of far leftists. Sure. Sure. We can finally get some answers. Yeah. Wes Eisman says, Tim, have you heard about the Pelosi Act that was submitted today? I think Hannah Claire mentioned it. Yeah. yeah. The not stock trading thing. Yeah. That's good. That's good.
1: It's specifically between spouses and I think it was Holly who introduced it. Uh, I, who knows when it'll be passed if ever but i'll definitely keep an eye on it
3: here's a good one okay go ahead. good good oh, okay here's a good one jmk says why do you insist on dying on the damar hamlin hill what do you seriously have to gain if you are right are, are, are you implying that damar damar hamlin actually was at the the, the the venue and that it is an extreme position to be like i don't trust the media. i'm not i'm not quite sure do you guys think that was damar hamlin no nah, man, that's a body double. <laughs> it was. Crazy. What do you have to gain by
4: saying that? They they created a clone in Wuhan. And- More viewers at the Grifty tomorrow. Grifties dot com. Vote for De- nominate Demar Hamlin for a Grifty. Grifty.com. I don't know what's going on with Demar Hamlin. I just know we ain't get a good shot of him that yeah. day. I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm like, he got a mask on and a hoodie. Uh Then we get the snowy scene and I'm like, we see everybody else clear but him. And I'm like, yeah, he grifting. Yeah. Yeah. If it's not him, he's he's got a good grift going. And I can't hate, you know, I'm not a hater. I don't hate on the grift. So if he grifting, hey, Demar, man, I wouldn't show my face for the next year. I'd be showing up to like speaking engagements with a mask on and whatnot. He's
1: building suspense for himself. He is. It's not. not This is great marketing. marketing. Right. It it works. I I stand by. The announcer said we talked to like his family or whatever. He needs oxygen. And then whoever walked around, no oxygen in sight. So I don't really understand. They missed a key detail. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm happy to die on this hill. It's time for
4: me. (laughs) I can't wait until people say I got a body double. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you need that important. The other thing is you were talking about facts and evidence. Why not just take a picture of him with his face out? Like
7: well, I think
0: the good. media is just trolling that. that we talked about oh, on yeah. the show. They could be trolling. The media could be trolling with this. We got to be careful. Why? Wouldn't what it be kind of awesome? explain that theory to yeah, them? Yeah, yeah. Though. Because then it makes then they can then they can pull out tomorrow like maybe a couple weeks from now like ha See all you people, crazy conspiracy theorists. They're wrong. They're crazy and stuff like that. You know, so I think I kind of think that they're it's a setup. To say it's, that a like, setup. it's a wrong. setup. We're
1: wrong. Like I, I, think he's alive. I just don't think that was him.
0: Right.
4: Okay. So if they
1: pull him out later, am I wrong? Did they get me?
0: Well,
4: I think what the what what the, the, the unk's saying is, you know, they're gonna try and you know put their foot in this, yeah. right, to make it seem like you know build the buzz, build mm-hmm. the hype, not really show him. And make you say those accusations. Make you say those things like, "No, he's deceased." Whatever, whatever. So they mm. can come back later and discredit you and say, "Aha! Look what the Temple Illuminati said." You know what so, I mean?
1: I don't know if I get to be in the Illuminati. I think it might just be Tim. I'll work my way in.
3: <laughs> no, Phil's there. He's, he's green. <laughs> it,
1: it's men. It's men Maybe. only. It's cool. No, I'm just kidding.
3: Well, I mean, unless you know Phil or. Anybody else wants to identify in any way they want, you know, then, then it could be for anybody.
6: I think, cle- I think it's clear the way that I identify.
3: All right, we got this. It from- is clear.
4: After the last two uh, <laughs> strikes you had, it's clear. Your new
3: pronouns are she, her. Brad Vitali says, if we're just another republic that's falling to corruption, we can help the world by exposing why this keeps happening. Good conversation. Here, here, man. All right, let's see what we got.
4: You got a lot of conspiracy theorists finally. That's right.
3: Too many. Too many, man. Oh, my and then Media Matters is going to write that. Hotep yeah. music confirms Tim Pool's audience is nothing but conspiracy theorists. This is bad for my PR. I don't know if I'm coming back. Oh, <laughs> Will press. You send, oh good my God. God. Will you send You've a been, body double you're, next you're, time? You're publicly inducted in the Alt Illuminati, bro. There's no getting out now. Am I? No never said you could leave. You could join, but... I, I can't get out? No, now you're in for life. Sorry. You know what? I quit. It's all yours. <laughs> <laughs> now it's just you. <laughs> I am the new leader. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wait, wait. Hey, hey this, is, this is actually a trick people would do on Facebook. It's really funny. You used to be able to add anybody you wanted to a group, mm-hmm. and so people would do this trick where they would create a group called like, you know, <laughs> I, I I like pineapple pizza. Yeah. Add you to it, yeah. make you the leader, and then quit. And then quit, yeah. And then you would be, and you wouldn't notice. <laughs> and then one day someone would notice you're like, you're the leader of this group. But but people would put you know worse things in that.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> That's All right. Is. Robert Bradbury says grifting is forgetting your beliefs and changing the political beliefs of the wind. Joe Biden is number one.
1: Damn.
3: Basically, Joe Biden's just but nobody so nominated. nominated
1: him. I didn't see his name on the his list. His name's not up yeah, there. We got to Biden? nominate.
3: Grifties.com.
4: Go nominating. How is Biden not on the Grifties? Well, you know, there's an internal committee, but we try to be democratic, right? So obviously we're going to grift. We're going to put the hoteps up there, but the rest is on the audience. You know, yeah. we don't have, we don't have any say so.
1: And if they're saying he's been grifting his whole career, it may not seem like this year he needs to be nominated, right? Yeah. There is there's yeah, there
4: is some discretion there. Yeah. Like you can't just nominate anybody. It's like, nah, you know, he hasn't Who been relevant this year. This year right this year I think Joe Biden could definitely has he has potential potential yeah right, let's see what we got he's got Hall of Fame potential
3: Caesar Augustus says Tim I came in late but I haven't heard you say Civil War yet if it's going to pop off I promise it happens in Arizona well it may be but the one thing you can do is smash that like button subscribe to this channel share the show with your friends Become a member over at TimCast.com. We're going to start recording that members-only Uncensored show. We'll have it up for you in about an hour, so don't miss it. As a member, you're supporting all the work we do here, all of our writers, journalists, all of the crazy personalities, plus our cultural endeavors. So please become a member to watch that show and so much more. You can follow the show at TimCastIRL. You can follow me personally everywhere at TimCast. Does the HOTEP crew, you guys want to shout anything out? Grifties, tomorrow tomorrow grifties.com
4: youtube.com slash hotep nation we are dropping the grifties Tim Kass is there we got special guests Alex Stein Chrissy Maya oh you guys are gonna absolutely love this one of course canon hotep uncle hotep and then right after that hotep's been told you uh, tune in at 8pm on youtube youtube.com slash
0: hotep
3: jesus what do you got uncle hotep plus canon hotep come over here if you want to shout anything out no uh, um T- tune
0: in hotel has H- Been Told You every Thursday um, 8 o'clock and also I alcohol uh, tip factor every Sunday 8 o'clock
3: uh, check us out right on
0: on YouTube Canon on YouTube, YouTube. YouTube. Dot
3: com. <laughs> <laughs> slash lean, lean down so you can see yourself you can see yourself in the camera
0: mama made it
5: <laughs> <laughs> No, you can catch Cannon Speaks every Monday at 9 o'clock p.m., Jay and Cannon Tuesday at 9 o'clock. Also, we got the Hotep's Been Told You after party that comes on directly after Hotep's Been Told You. That's the Cannon Hotep YouTube channel and Cannon Hotep Rumble channel. Right on.
1: I'm Hannah Claire Brimlow. I'm a writer for TimCast.com. Thank you guys for watching tonight. You should follow TimCast News on Twitter. You can see my work. You can see work from all of our journalists Shane Cashman, Chris Carr, everyone who's excellent. Uh, you can follow me personally on Instagram at HannahClaire.b, and you can follow me on Twitter at HC Brimlow. Thank you guys so much.
6: I am uh, Phil That Remains. The band is All That Remains. Uh, all That Remains on YouTube, All That Remains HQ on Twitter fill that remains on Twitter, fill it remains official on Instagram. Give me a follow.
3: And I am at Surge.com. This is a good one. Thanks for coming out, guys. It was absolutely. Fun. Yeah.
4: Absolutely. It is an absolute pleasure being here. Good
3: right on, man. Absolutely. We will see all of you over at Timcast.com. Thanks for hanging out. Cheers.
2: It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper?